0: i'm on my ct shit but when ain't i i've been repping this shit since i was yay high i'm from heroin town yeah i was born there check the location on my foursquare junkies and whores there
1: shoot at least six times connecticut to shaolin show them what the bounce is coming with that fire so you better bring it out, kid It's that motherfucker
0: and this thing which dumps up in that chumps raise a heavy generator but Joe, guess who's the black trump don't be flowing by the hours who we got the collar scholars we're like beast of power and my whole unit word up quick to set it don't wet it real niggas slick shots peace connecticut now yo yo what up was okay so I was going to start this show with a rant about Prince, but because we got a guest, I'm going to be cordial, I'm going to be nice, all right?
2: What? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean a rant?
0: It's pay respect? No, no, no. It's the saddest day of my fucking life show.
2: Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
0: so, if you can hear my voice, this is the Domino Effect podcast. I go by the name of Domino. And as usual, my partners are crying. We got the excellent brother X1 in the building. Yeah, yeah. When you say my name, put some respect on it. Whoa! I want you to put it out. Put some respect on it Listen, when you say my name Put some respect on it I ain't playing with oh. y'all
2: Put some respect on it And I ain't gonna say it And I ain't
0: gonna say it no more <laughs> <laughs> uh, We got the queen of Kama Sutra We got Nikki Nicole in the building
2: It's Miss Exquisite if you nasty
0: And um the guest we got today is a good one I must say, right? This guy has interviewed the likes of Adam Richman from uh, Man Vs. Food, mm. Jerry Springer, Steven Wilkos. Uh, if you watch wrestling, wrestling legends like Bob Backlund, Trish Stratus, who I've had many a wet dream about. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the list goes on and on, right? Uh, he's been on various news outlets throughout Connecticut. Um, Connecticut Magazine named him uh, one of the top 40 people under 40. Nice. In Connecticut. And we have them on our show.
2: Nice.
0: So I'm appreciative yes, of that. Yes, yes. Yes, we are. So.
2: Thank you for from, being here.
0: I'm from My the pleasure. Welcome to Connecticut podcast. Ken Tuccio. what is going on? What's going on? Doing, man?
3: Man? Welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here. Nice to I'm happy to be here. As as a guy who watched wrestling in high school, the coolest thing is that I have Trish Stratus' cell phone number in my phone now, oh, you know? which is like that's the that's the coolest thing in the world. Like <laughs> you know, if 16 year old Ken knew that was going to happen at 33, <laughs> completely now, different world. If I knew she wasn't married, I'd have probably asked you for that phone number. <laughs> have, have you seen her husband? No. Her husband. If you saw Trish Stratus' husband, you would wonder how in the world he got Trish. Is he, he, he like a scrawny? Bill gates Jeez, looking guy He on? looks like an every guy, everyday guy who like works in an office. So I know
0: work. I got a chance. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: wow. So how's everybody good. weekend? How how you doing, X? I'm
1: good, man. You know, just uh spending time with the kids today, you know. Word. Preparing for this interview.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How about you, Nikki?
2: Same thing, basically. Going on your yeah, life? I had a family day. Mm-hmm. I was up in um New Haven. I forgot the the place already, the um, park up there where the mountains are.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about
2: did a round at, um, I did a round at uh, Ikea Bought a plant Zen my room up a little that's bit That's all you
0: bought was a plant? A woman went to a store and just bought mm, one bought
2: thing Yeah, because I have other <laughs> ideals right. So I was being a little mommy
0: Being frugal,
1: frugal. With this. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, all good things All good things
0: All right, that's what's up Now, in case you listen on SoundCloud, we are on iTunes as well. So hit that subscribe button, uh, rate, review, comment, all that good stuff. Um, If you listen on iTunes, we are on SoundCloud. So you can uh, follow uh, leave a comment, you know, asking you, shall I receive? I said last episode that people should leave comments, and people left comments this time, so, yeah. you know, I appreciate y'all for leaving comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, y'all might see a new logo, so shout out to the homie Justin Richberg for doing a new logo for us. Nice. Um, listeners, I don't know how hard, y'all don't know how hard it is to get three people to agree on
2: something.
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki wanna be a diva. And
2: it was not even about being a diva. Nah, if. it was don't, about don't being go diva. I, she <laughs> said, I don't like yo. my toes. <laughs> <She> <laughs> I
1: don't, said, yo, I
0: don't make this. sure he get my ankle braces. Yeah, man. Make, make sure he get all this bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Nikki, if you don't sit <laughs> your ass down <laughs> you, somewhere, talk about But you asked. You
2: asked if if any you know. Nikki, what, the shadow on your ankle. Asking ain't nobody sh- looking at your ankle and no logo. Asking a shall <laughs> receive, right? So yo. <laughs> <laughs> you ask, Jeez. I receive. You know? Thank you, Justin, for being the true artist. Accommodating the diva Accommodating It's alright though Miss Exquisite Cause I'm pretty sure
0: He nasty on the low <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Oh man Shout out to everybody That listens on a weekly basis Um Nikki tried to call me a bitch Last week It's alright <laughs> though What? No I appreciate no. It. That, that whole maple syrup comment She, 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 she oh, tried to play yeah. me yeah, remember She that. tried to play me It's alright <laughs> right, though
2: Yeah <laughs> That's alright
0: It's all good though you, you close the door, on am a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? That might have been karma. <laughs> no, you did not know
3: DM karma. That was rude. <laughs> that
2: might have no,
0: been karma. I didn't right even do there. that intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, me and X met Ken at Blind Rhino in Norwalk. It's a bar in Norwalk during the Super Bowl. Yes. Now, Ken, you, you hosted a, an event on Saturday at the Blind Rhino.
3: Yeah, last night. Oh, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Now? So, uh, yeah, Connecticut Blind Beer Awards. How'd that go? It was crazy. That event sold out in a week. We announced it two months ago. It sold out in a week. Wow. Sold out in a week. We had to release more tickets. And then it sold out... Those tickets sold out in like 48 hours. Oh,
2: wow.
3: So what exactly um, is that? So, I'm not, the Connecticut beer scene... Like, my show is very much embedded in like the Connecticut beer community. We have a lot of brewers on. We have a lot of uh, breweries on. I see
2: your Two Roads uh, shirt. I'm rocking the Two Roads shirt yeah. right now. Like
3: I said I said before you started recording, the top of the clean pile today. That's yeah. the reason <laughs> <I'm> we're <working. laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I mean, so we do a lot of brewery-related stuff. So... I like doing a lot of live events related to beer. Mm. In the beer community, there's a lot of hype. Like there are certain breweries and certain beers that people go crazy over because of who brewed them and, you know, the name of the beer. And a lot of people I believed and a lot of other people, you know, within the community believed, they were going after They were promoting the beers and cheering on the beers because of the label, not really the actual liquid themselves. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to eliminate that. So the entire idea behind the event was we're going to invite 12 breweries who are going to bring their best IPA. And they were going to pour them completely blind. Nice. Mm. Meaning you just, you literally, we gave people a black cup. Mm. You couldn't look at the beer, mm. you know, and you just sampled 12 beers totally blind. And then you voted for your first and second favorite. It had to be a lot what? of drunk people there. It Wait. was, there were a lot of drunk people <laughs> it had to be a lot I, of I was the there. drunk guy after the event. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But wow. that's one of the downsides about hosting those things. Is you can't get drunk <laughs> yeah. during the event. Otherwise I'm on stage slurring when I'm trying to announce winners. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so we uh, poured 12 beers totally blind. We didn't reveal the breweries ahead of time. Like no one knew who was going to be there, so people came out mm-hmm. and they tried all the beers. They voted for what they liked best, and we crowned a people's choice winner, mm-hmm. which was Back East Brewing in okay. Bloomfield, Connecticut. And then we crowned mm-hmm. an experts' choice winner. We had an experts' choice panel, like experts right. in the beer community. Mm-hmm. Uh, they voted and they chose New England Brewing Company's Sea Hag. And we had was
1: it was it, was it just the brewery. That was crowned, or was it a like, certain type of beer? Well, it was a certain was. type of beer. So
3: okay. uh, Back East Brewing, so they, what we did is we had each brewery submit whatever kind of IPA they wanted. We didn't right. handcuff them at all. We're like, okay. Wh- whatever you want to represent your company. And, uh, you know, Hag was what New England Brewing chose. The one that won the People's Choice Award, which is kind of like our main event, right. was Back East Brewing. They had a beer called Ricatora which is really, it was an awesome beer. Like, I had never had it before. And then as soon as they won, when I jumped off and I went behind the bar, I'm like, I gotta pour myself one of these. (laughs) And it was a really good beer. Um, But it was a crazy event. I mean, we had between 200 and 250 people there. There Packed the Rhino. We had a bigger crowd than Sono Bowl. Like, you were at Sono Bowl. If I went to beer
2: like that, that sounds like something I would definitely get into because it's like you, you catch yourself off guard and you enjoy yourself at the same time. You know
3: what was so fun is you saw all these people. Like walking around we gave them like notepads so they can walk around and like make notes on each beer mm-hmm. they're talking to one another they're that like making notes about perfect. like oh i like this i like that and the thing that was awesome is only two people knew all the breweries There's was myself and Casey Dome who's the owner of the Blind Rhino mm-hmm. we were the only two that knew the breweries so like even the bartenders who were pouring had no idea no what they idea. were pouring wow. and i'm going up to people during the show and i'm like you know what do you think? And they're naming breweries that I'm like, wow, they're not even close. Like, it's <laughs> not there. Awesome. But then what was awesome is like we I went on stage afterwards, like mm-hmm. you know after we closed the voting, I go on stage and we introduce these brewers as if they were like massive celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming up on the stage like the same stage we did Sonobol on, mm. and they're getting cheered oh, wow. and people are going crazy That's for them. That
2: blind appreciation. <laughs> it was like you didn't
3: know who you were drinking, you didn't know who was here, and then all of a sudden like this is the hardcore beer community. They see like a brewer like they see a brewer that they recognize like Peter from Aspen. Aspatuck Brew Lab. Uh, Aspatuck is in Bridgeport. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Aspatuck Brew Lab, he, he came on stage and people didn't know he was there and he had a lot of friends in the audience who yeah, didn't yeah. know he was there. He hopped on the stage and got, like, this ridiculous ovation.
2: Nice. And
3: it's, like, really, really cool. It was a fun event. So we're doing a second one on July 23rd right. at the Rhino. We gotta make it today. Yeah, we got to make it to that
2: When
3: You, you started selling it. tickets for that? Yeah, it's at welcomect.com. This is how crazy this was. This is how crazy this beer community is. I went on stage yesterday at 2 o'clock and said, hey... <laughs> Tickets are available right now, July 23rd. The last event sold out in a week. Mm. You should buy tickets. Go to welcomect.com. I checked my phone 20 minutes later. We had like 35 tickets sold. Damn. I, That's the smartphone. Oh <laughs> God, it was crazy. I thought it was like a joke. I saw all these people picking up their phones. I go to like Casey. I'm like, are. they're not buying tickets. Yeah, and right, like, like right, right. now. Uh, tickets are 25 bucks. 25 bucks. So you get samples from all the breweries. And you get an all-you-can-eat buffet at 4 o'clock. Which is like, and it's a it's a serious, it's a a serious buffet for twenty five bucks. Like you basically drink for four hours and eat like awesome food. And I thought I I had nothing to do with the food. Like that was all Rhino. I thought they were gonna do like like bar food. I'm expecting like wings and tater tots and stuff like that. They pulled out pasta primavera. They had Dude, they oh, had uh, yeah. they had like some cod dish with like lemon capers. They had oh, fried chicken. They had mac and cheese. They oh, had yeah, everything. In there. Like I'm sitting on the stage yeah, and I'm seeing all these people eating the food, to. and I hadn't eaten. I had a blueberry muffin from Dunkin' Donuts at like 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is all gonna be gone by the time I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun
2: funny. Better bring me a plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: No, now, they made plates for themselves, not me. Now, like I said, we
0: met Ken during the Super Bowl. Now, you hosted the event at Blind Rhino and. As much fun as we had, you know, my friend got pie smashed in his face. You know, <laughs> the food was good. It was, it was amazing. But honestly, that was maybe... Going to the Blind Rhino that day was probably the third worst decision I ever made in my life.
2: What? To be
0: quite honest. Why? I'm going to tell them why, right? Okay. <laughs> so, me and my friends, we're trying to decide what we're going to do for the Super Bowl. We're like, oh, you know, we're going to go to the casino. We're going to go here there. My friend Joe, shout out to Joe. Because if it wasn't for Joe, I probably wouldn't have met Ken. So, Joe says, Hey, let's go to Blind Rhino. We've been there before. You know, this is the flyer. I see the flyer. It's like, Oh, uh, Kentucho's hosting. Welcome to Connecticut Podcast. I'm sold. Let's go. First mistake, right? We get to the door and we pay our money, and they give us tickets 15 tickets. So, I'm like, What are these tickets for? (laughs) So, they give us 15 drink tickets and say, Oh, these are good until kickoff. 15 fucking tickets. (laughs) So in my head, I'm like, okay, challenge accepted. Cool. All right. So there's a we're, this is about seven, eight of us, right? What's seven times fifteen? That's like a hundred and five hundred, something hundred something, right? So seven fully grown adult men, fifteen tickets. That's a hundred plus tickets, right? So we get there. It's hundred drinks. <laughs> so, so we get there, and we're just ordering. Like somebody comes to the table. Oh, you guys want drinks? Give them a ticket. Boom we drinking a drink like, yo, this is, this is great. Now, my whole intention while I was there, I just wanted to eat wings and dab. That's all I wanted to do. Every time Cam Newton scored a touchdown, I, I just wanted to dab. I wanted to eat wings. That was it. So she keeps coming around for drinks. Keep giving her tickets. So one drink turns into three. Three drinks turn into four. Kickoff's about to come, right? We send our friend like, yo, go to the bar. Get as many drinks as you can handle. Comes back to the table, just has drinks, right? Game hasn't even started. On a one to 10 scale, I'm at at a seven. (laughs) Game hasn't started yet. So, you know, the game's going on. You know, the Panthers are losing. I I dabbed once. It was cool. The fool was cool. Um, Halftime came. We went outside. We talked to Kim for a little while. Everything was good. By the end of the game, I didn't remember. Mistake number two. By the end of the game, seven grown men. Were drunk as shit And had to drive home (laughs) Definitely So We do not condone (laughs) We we do not condone Drinking and driving On this podcast But (laughs) We had to get home No way in hell That that we was leaving Our cars in Norwalk So Now I'm at like a 8.5 out of 10 I think 9 is blackout 10 is hospital I'm at an (laughs) 8.5 Exactly (laughs) This guy Is driving me home He doesn't remember Driving home Amen. <laughs> all and the way back. We go to the bar after. Why? I don't know. Why? So it's four of us at, at this point. Everybody else, you know, they go home or, or they
2: they just go the somewhere thing. else, right?
0: We go to the bar and we order a pitcher. Only one person. Only one person pours the cup, and then we just look at the cup. Four or five people just looking at one cup, and we just look at each other like, "Yo, why are we here? We're all drunk. Let's go home." Went home Woke up Ken, I woke up hurting <laughs> It hurt to wake up It should. Life shouldn't be like that All I did was put a cup to mouth That was it I did no calisthenics I did nothing How
2: many drinks did you have? I couldn't you count don't know.
0: That, Yo, I don't know That's None. the thing I was late for work No, I woke up late I was late for work When I got to work, I didn't do shit Um <laughs> It took me until about 1 o'clock maybe two Gatorades two waters to feel okay not not even good I felt okay. okay I was at like 60% doing work Right. when I tell you that was the hardest day of my life that was the hardest day of my fucking working life yes I will agree I, if, I, Cam, I can if, never if Cam do it again.
2: Newton would have won would it have been well worth
0: it yo I would have been dead because I would have <laughs> dabbed and ate so many wings and <laughs> took a shot for every time he scored <laughs> okay. I would have died I'm glad they lost that damn game sure.
2: <laughs> shout out to you Ken for having those tickets popping
3: too. Well, <laughs> well first and foremost, Foremost, the fifteen tickets was not a challenge.
0: Oh no, <laughs> that was, that I was, took it as a personal challenge. Like, we, I, think think we, I think we all took it
3: as a personal challenge. <laughs> <laughs> fifteen tickets are not a challenge. Secondly, I'm going to download you Uber. Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> so, right. listen,
3: I, I live five seconds from Sono I, Yeah, I Uber five everywhere. To Bridgeport, I, like I, he was driving. I opened my eyes
0: every now and then to see if he was still like if I was still like alive. If everything is real. If I could touch stuff. When I talked to him, we we were in a group chat the next day, right? When I talked to everybody, this guy said, Yo, I fell asleep at least three times. I was no, 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 I didn't say that. Yo, I said that. Courtney, no. either you or Courtney said that. No. Courtney was in the front seat and said, He saw your eyes closing. and you yeah, said, Yo, I yeah. fell asleep a couple of times. <laughs> How the fuck you in charge of somebody's life and fall asleep three, Yo, four times?
3: On, man. Don't put yourself on the yeah, I'm going to say this. You guys, because I remember when I talked to you at halftime, Yeah. Right. you guys have to be then like the sneaky drunks. Meaning, like you know how, like yeah. I, like my my friends always tell me, like yeah. they can never they. I maybe have maybe one or two times where I'm like sloppy in public. Yeah. Right. Like most of the time, I'm a drunk that can have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. and right. I seem I'm in control of myself. Yeah. You have to be the same way as me because number one, I right. know the guys at Rhino. If you were sloppy, there is no yeah, no, way no way they're we, you. We were so there. you had to be there, like you know they. I've seen them kick people out who weren't even close to sloppy just because they looked dangerous. Yeah. Right. Like they looked like they were gonna be getting sloppy. Mm. So like you got to be like me, where it's like.
2: You know, no, like you, you walk around time,
3: and everyone's like, oh, this guy's been drinking water all night. Yeah, <laughs> At halftime, because I remember the, hey, I remember the conversation. I remember the conversation and all everything, that.
1: Everything, but it was towards the end. Yeah, it was It was. <laughs> that it was, it was, was all downhill it was, from there. It was, like, it it was the landslide. It wasn't anything you still good. Have to
3: be, you still have to be like the James Bond of drunks then. Because, yeah, because I... Cause, yeah, trust me, they would have kicked you I out. I mean, speaking <laughs> for me, I, like... I know how to control myself right. when I'm we drunk. Definitely I'm, I'm, a not, I'm not I'm not sloppy yeah. drunk
0: yeah. like oh. yeah they would have they, they would have
3: kicked they, I know for a fact they would have kicked you out and they would have stopped pouring if they right. saw you slop- yeah. we, you have to imagine like so, number one, the reason that we did the tickets is because, you know, we wanted to keep track of, you know, for future purposes, we wanted to keep track of how many drinks we're doing because yeah. we're doing another Sono Ball. So, we want to make sure oh, that, shit. like, we want, to, we want to kind of get a gauge for business purposes. Yeah, but, right. you know, like, I've seen them. Like, they are so good at mm. Rhino. And it's such an awesome place. They are so good. We had a big meeting beforehand with, like, mm. the bartenders and everything. Like, keep an eye on people. Don't overserve people. Make sure and, like... You know, I—they're so good at making sure that in the event right. you're, you know, in the event you're drinking too much, they cut, they you, cut off, you off, and they right. do it all the time. Like right. they—they'll cut you off and say, "Nope, you're done." Right. You know, here's a water, sit for a little bit yeah. or do whatever it is. So, I mean, that's why you got to be like James Bond because I know for <laughs> a fact those guys behind the bar would have been like, no, 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 you're good. No, uh, give my- me give me those tickets. I think, and- I
1: think we all upheld ourselves. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's that end of the night that
0: hits you. Like, you're like,
1: oh, shit. I'm and then really it was the fact it right that
0: now. it was all of my friends because we don't, all of us don't get to hang out that often. It's, it's probably like maybe three, four times a year that it's all of us. So right. it was like an occasion where it was like, oh, everybody's out. We're getting fucked up <laughs> So But it was like It was Sunday So nobody took into Consideration like
3: We have families Like we have to work In the morning Yeah exactly So well, here, here's, Do you have any idea How scared shitless I was for Sonoball? Like, really? I, Oh absolutely Okay no, Do you remember how much You paid for Sonoball? Was it 15, 20 dollars? 15 dollars Yeah right. Okay Yeah on Super Bowl Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sitting there, and like myself and the Rhino, we tried to prepare for everything. Like you remember the amount of security we had in that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we, you know, any any big guy with muscles, we're like, hey, put on a shirt and kick out drunk people. <laughs> hey, come on. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you know, we were. I was scared shitless because I'm like, you know, with me being on a microphone, the one on the stage, I'm like, I got to keep an eye out for like, especially me bringing people up to participate. I'm mm. like, I, you know, I got to make sure we don't have any like yahoos that are coming in here and right. just acting like. Idiots the entire time. I was convinced that we were going to have one issue. Mm. Like, at least one issue of someone doing something stupid, trying to fight somebody, or, like, you know, hitting on a bartender, or hitting on a waitress. We had none. We had the best crowd. Like, we did not have... Any problems at all.
2: That's because like, Cam
3: Newton. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was freaking awesome. And then next year, like, the good thing is now we looked at it and we mm-hmm. realized, like, what can we do next year to make it better? Mm-hmm. To, you know, to make it better, keep the value there, but, like, organize this thing. Because we put that together in two months. Mm-hmm. That was, like, oh, a wow. really quick turnaround on that event. Like, we put it together right before Christmas, and then I think Super Bowl was February.
0: So it was yeah. definitely a great thing. I think sleep told us, like, two weeks before Cause nobody had made a decision. We was like, Yo, where are oh, we gonna yeah, go? We were supposed to go to. Um, we were supposed to go to, like Fox Foxwoods or something, something Yeah, we were supposed to go. Which would have been horrible. Yeah, I'm it not. Would have been yo, disastrous. Yo, us driving that far than driving back <laughs> would have been. Oh, we would have been dead. Be It'd have been, been no podcast, no nothing. Well, then
2: again, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you was you weren't gonna have 15 tickets to drink. Guys.
0: No, right. no, yeah, probably true. not. Cause if, if it was, we had to actually spend money. Then no, probably yeah. not.
2: <laughs> and Cam Newton
0: didn't win. Yeah, and Cam Newton didn't win, so. <laughs> I just wanted to dab and eat wings Eat wings and dab That's all I wanted to do Word Alright, so um, Now let's get to the topic Let's let's get to the segment This can't be life, right? This can't be life So a lot of stuff happened this week Or last week, whatever So Harriet Tubman, right? She is supposed to be the new face On the $20 bill Now I know X got an opinion on this Where I mean, it's like it, it gotta be a conspiracy It gotta be something going on With the government Something Well I think Well who was on the 20 before
1: Andrew Jackson Andrew Jackson Supposedly owned A bunch of slaves a Slave owners yeah. So they wanted to Kind of take him off I'm with it I mean I, I, I don't
2: But I, didn't, any... I heard that he, They're not taking him off They're putting him on The back and her on the front Or vice versa Or something like that I, I think
0: know. they're removing him completely Yeah, oh, yeah. They're okay. removing I think he's him gone completely totally, yeah, I would hope so Like that Why? Why would you put her in the front of him on the back? That's yeah, what I, I, that, was saying. that would be weird. Okay. But I mean,
1: yeah, I, I didn't have any, you know, I thought it was a cool uh,
0: gesture. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, hey. Yeah, you black people need something. I think, I I think it's I a bunch know. of bullshit, to be honest. Like, I, th- I think these bills are gonna be in circulation for a little while.
1: Well, some stuff is gonna it, make
0: a ruckus. They're not even it, gonna go into circulation
1: until, until like 20, 000, uh, 2030. Uh, um, yeah. you no, know, it's
3: 2020. Is it? 2020, yeah. Okay, four years yeah, ago. I, so
1: heard, I heard 2030. I'll be
3: in the
2: government doesn't announce anything. The year Kanye time, West will run for president.
0: <laughs> Yo.
1: Oh, oh, Lord.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now
2: Throw them Tupmans in the air.
1: <laughs> but I will say this about the whole thing. The power of the dollar is not what it used to be, so the value isn't that great anyway. So now yeah. they're kind of just throwing anybody
0: on there. Exactly. <laughs> Harriet tub on the dub. Um, Like I said, I I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think these bills are going to be in circulation for minimal, maybe like a year. And then some group is going to make a a fuss and then they're just going to change it back. Like this is something to just like to, this is putting Band-Aid on like a bullet wound. Like this is something just to get us by, just to shut us up type of thing. Like I don't think it's going to last very long. I don't, I don't think- know.
1: I, I don't think they would go through the great lengths of redesigning the dollar and doing all just of this. I mean, just to shut I it mean, down. The, yeah, it don't it take down. that
0: long to make the plates to yeah, actually but then make you the think bill
1: about the counterfeit measures that they yeah. got to do and all but of it. And then they, they don't know what picture they're going to use and just that. And the third. That's what I'm saying. That adds to the point that is going to. It's an involved process. Bullshit. Hey, I mean. I- Listen, any twenty
0: that you get with Harriet Tubman's face—if you don't want it, you can pass it to Ben. brother.
1: That
3: word, word,
0: word. Now, what do you think about this, Ken? Do you think it's a ploy, or do you think it's just something that they're actually that I that, think that they want
3: to implement? I think that uh, I'm kind of more on your side mm. with the idea that I think people are doing it just as kind of like, you know, look, we're honoring an African American, yeah. And I think that's I think that's the thought, but mm. I think even if that is true. I think there's some good that comes out of it. And that's because, I'll use myself as an example, I didn't know a lot about Harriet Tubman. Mm -hmm. But when I heard she was on the 20, I literally spent like 20 minutes just Googling and reading articles and learning a little more about her. Mm -hmm. So even if it is something that's in a circulation for a year, Mm -hmm. if it educates people about who she is and what she did and all that kind of stuff, then that's a win.
2: Elevating the community. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I look at it that way, but I mean, I I, I also... The devil's advocate, I me. Mean, I do kind of see it your way though too, which is like right. they're not going to go through all this stuff. They're not going to go through all this just shit. To oh, this is just America. We,
0: we, we the land of bullshit. They will go through all this fuss, and then as soon as somebody says something, somebody if somebody of, of importance says something, it's a wrap. I think if anything, they'll they'll. You index. think these Donald Trump supporters is going to be using twenties at the store? They're going to be all tens, all fives, all fifties. Oh, wow. They're not using no
1: twenties at the store. I oh, think wow. America will end up switching currencies before they start. I
0: think doing. It all, I think ahead. actual paper money is, is going to be obsolete
1: that in is, a couple of years.
2: I, that, that I think it's already
1: mind. obsolete. I mean, we are about a trillion something dollars I, in I debt. I can't
3: remember the last time I had cash on me. It's, right? See, exactly. Everything, everything I do is on cards. Yeah, like, exactly. Everything, whether it's, it's a debit card or a credit card, everything I do is cards.
1: It's card. all in the cloud now.
3: And that's actually <laughs> a good. That's actually a good thing. If I have cash on me, I spend cash. Yeah. And It's like stupid shit. It's like oh, I got like ten bucks on me. I'll get a coffee. Yeah. Or I'll get like a pack of gum. It's like I'm two gum. It's like yeah, but yeah. Cash is dangerous.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: How you feel about it, Nikki?
2: Um, I'm, 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 by bi- I'm, and I'm unbiased because I'm not much into the whole slavery and I'm dwelling on the past in a way where it's uh, debilitating us further. Um, okay, they're putting her on there. Change is good. Who cares? We did say that you know the the value of the dollar is going down and who's gonna want to carry around cash anyway by that time everything is digital so it's just something new to celebrate you guys doing something good just you're trying to on
0: uh, put a band-aid a it, bullet wound put yeah, it up like it, it not
2: nothing, nothing. but it's not necessarily a bullet wound either because black people use the money regardless of whether or not who's on it and if right. there's a slave owner still on it be at the
0: strip club it
1: they're
2: still like, gonna be at the strip club throwing can it can you
0: imagine
1: the irony no one
2: cares, nobody of a,
0: cares <laughs> <laughs> of a stripper getting Harry and thrown thrown at her she's gonna have that look on the face like you know you ain't supposed to be doing this. Right? It's, one of those,
2: it's one of those things where you damned if you do, damned if you don't because no one's complaining about those that are on it already and they're still using the money. I'm pretty sure if and when the face changes they're still going to use it if they have it in their pocket. So right. it's not that big of a deal to me. It's just something new to talk about right? and right. get mad about, have a comment about.
3: Yeah, I guess. How would you have felt if they put a white woman on it. Would you? Would you have said, "I wish it was an African American"?
0: No, nah, I, w- I wouldn't have cared either way. It's just the fact that it's been so much racial racial tension within the past two three years. That I feel like this is something that they're just giving us, like
3: here two three just, years. The,
0: I mean, <laughs> just like with the police shootings and right. whatever else. I that feel like this with, is without like, the
3: Black Lives Matter movement. Without they, Harriet Tubman's not on the twenty. I, I don't. I don't believe that. I, I yeah. don't. I don't think she's on the twenty without. All the yeah, without all this backlash
0: getting. and stuff, I don't yeah. think that it happens because if why Harriet Tubman, like why? Like we got Barack, we got any other African American
3: figure. So yeah. are
2: these facts? Like who has reported this? Like what that, that they're going to change
3: face? Yeah, I mean, I saw it on much. CNN. Yeah, that's, right. that, that's oh, okay. good enough for me. I think it was the Treasury Department, but I agree. Was, I thought it was an, yeah, that's okay. I, I that, thought that, it was yeah, interesting. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting choice though, and I think they kind of went both ways. They tried to. They tried to appease the African American community by making it an African American woman, and, but the yeah, feminist movement by making right. it a woman because, I mean, once again, my knowledge on Black history is not definitely, probably not as solid as yours. Yeah, um, but. I, I would have thought like a guy like Martin Luther King right? exactly in a better choice because everyone knows who I that is. I want Malcolm X on money. I want to give it to somebody. <laughs> and
0: be are like, are hey, definitely
3: not putting Malcolm X. No <laughs> on <money." laughs> It's very true. It is odd, you know. I
2: yeah.
3: thought it was an interesting choice. Like when I saw like I saw it like I found out about it because Harriet Tubman was trending. Wow. On yeah, Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. And I'm like, Wait, I'm like, Harry, I said, I'm, I'm quitting. And, and Harriet Tubman back? just signed up for Twitter. As, <laughs> that's like what's going on. <laughs> you know, verified account Harriet Tubman. Exactly. You know, yeah, but I mean that was yeah. I thought I thought it was a really odd choice, mm. and that's why I did think it kind of it seemed like he was trying to appease both sides. Like yeah. you can make women happy by like the stereotype, you can make women happy because it's a woman. Yeah, and it's like you know it's the John McCain mentality. Hey, we're going to put a woman on the on the ticket, so everyone's going to vote for it. It's like it's stupid, but you know I mean I think but I do think some good can come of it, and yeah. that's because you're going to have younger kids now mm. who are going to grow up. You know, kids who start playing with money in 2020 yeah. are going to know this? who that is yeah. because. You know, I mean, I'm, keeping I keeping
2: the legend going. Exactly, in sorts. keeping the yeah. legend
3: going. She's gonna become a more common name because mm-hmm. of
0: that. Gotcha. I'm with it. All right, now A sensitive topic, right? Let's get the Kleenex. Really. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, Prince is gone. He <laughs> yeah. No,
2: he's not gone.
0: He's around. Nikki, you did. The... not Prince is gone. He's around. Nikki. <laughs> Prince is gone. Nope. Like when I say it or think about it, it don't even sound or feel real. Now, Michael
2: on, Jackson ain't even dead. Tupac ain't even.
0: Dead. <laughs> <laughs> they all are some weird, out of space shit.
2: Don't get me started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, um, Prince passed away. What was it? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, wasn't it? I don't no. know. I just, I just know he gone. Yeah, everything I'm saying Friday, the twenty third. And then on that same oh, on that same morning, China died. The wrestler. Now. I feel bad for China. And then the, in this like the day before was uh, Doris, uh, what was yeah, the, the, the old lady from Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. They they all die in threes, yo. It's, it it happens crazy. every time. But yeah. well, like I was saying, I feel bad for China because when Prince died, everybody forgot about China. Forgot it was like the same thing that happened with Michael Jackson. When when Michael Jackson's like somebody died that morning as well. When Michael Jackson died uh,
2: from? The Charlie's Angels. No, uh, what's her name?
0: Farrah, Farrah
2: Fawcett. Fawcett. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Farrah Fawcett.
0: Exactly, you didn't even know. Nah, exactly, I didn't even know that. you forgot. I didn't even know. That. So, wow.
2: <sighs>
0: and then Beyonce came out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, then Beyonce came out, everybody forgot about Prince. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, kind of, sort of, but not really. Now,
2: pop culture.
0: When it comes to China, it says that she died from like a drug overdose or something like that. like why are all these celebrities dying from drugs?
1: Because
2: it's they have thing. they have been taking drugs.
1: Well, my my take on it is the prescription uh prescription drug industry is as bad as the illegal drug industry as far Even as I'm worse. concerned because these people these drugs are nothing but
0: legal versions of street drugs. No, but what China did according to reports, she did that to herself cuz she was mixing like prescription drugs and alcohol. Days before she died According to reports Well I don't I, I Prince mean, Have they done the autopsy yet? No? I don't know I'm just saying what I've, I've read been, But with Prince He said that he overdosed On some prescription Like strictly Prescription drugs That he was right. taking Because he had a, a hip surgery Right now,
2: and, and apparently the flu
0: Quote unquote the flu Right I don't believe that shit Now How did Prince's Or China's death Affect you If it did at all? Anybody.
1: Well, I mean, China was a big part. of... I, I, I mean, you know, I did grow up watching wrestling, so that was. It, it's always kind of like shocking and surprising when one of your childhood, you know, people that you watched pass away. But I think when Prince, <laughs> yo, came, you know what I mean? It was like, you know, oh my you god, know how it was yo, <laughs> like. <clears throat>
0: My child's mother called me And we, we We ain't even on speaking terms Oh man She called me and said Yo Prince died I ain't know who else to call
4: <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and we just sat on the phone and, just, and like She FaceTimed me We were just sitting on the phone In silence Just know, Prince is gone We just sat there Just it's crazy I was like Prince Charming? Like Prince <laughs> Prince Prince William? Like Prince who? Like, Prince, like, like darling Nikki Prince. I was like, nah.
1: And I, I hit you up because I yeah. remember we just was talking about Prince. We just was and talking about Prince. And we was going to use the, the Purple Rain uh, font for the For the, for for the, the logo. logo. Mm.
0: Exactly. It's crazy.
1: Purple Prince. Rain.
0: Chill out, yo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, Ken, do you listen to Prince? Have you listened to Prince? I'm not a Prince fan. Not a Prince fan? I'm really fan? not. You know, my, my favorite Prince fan, my favorite Prince song is the most random one. It's the most beautiful girl in the world. Mm. Right. That is, it's the most obscure Prince song for someone to have as their favorite, especially with like all the <laughs> stuff he's done. Yeah, but like, yeah, I was never like a big fan of his music. I wasn't so like, I was more, I was more crushed like when Bowie died. Mm. Dave, oh yeah, because right, right. right. Bowie, I was i I'm a big, a big Bowie. 2016 fan. has to has chill too, right? with killing the sure. idols. They kill mm-hmm.
0: Vanity, they, they. kill they. Prince, they kill David stay Bowie. Away from they. They. <laughs> 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 gotta, stay away from they. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. We gotta, yo, the meme the bubble wrap stevie wonder cuz that's all we got yeah, left yeah that's that's really if all we stevie
2: got. go we still have shaka I'm losing, nah. we still have um we still have shaka yeah, but- we still have patty LaBelle. Well, we uh, still yeah. have True. um we lost uh, the
0: godfather the prince the princess the the queen and the king uh, they all gone
2: but you have to think about it also it's a matter of perception I'm not debunking or, like, downplaying his death or anything because Prince was a... But well, you got a conspiracy theory. theory? No, not necessarily. I just feel as a life, you know, goes and with life goes people, but... Um, no, Prince wasn't supposed to die. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Yeah, but they didn't die. So, legends... <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> in my mind, in my life... There she in go. My- <laughs> <laughs> um, in my perspective, legends don't die to be more and they pass on to be reborn meaning that regardless of whether or not they're physically not here anymore mm-hmm. they have influence and will continue to influence a lot of people to create and right. through the creation of other people's art they're going to live through that right. um we didn't we weren't buddy buddy happy family with these people who have passed but we do still feel the vibe that they Oh, man,
1: when michael jackson died i cried i ain't yeah. I cried lie. too i ain't
0: even gonna Nah, lie. yo when Chris died <laughs> i sat down like I tried, like, like thug tear. Like, it was it was coming out, but I, I made it go back in. <laughs> like, I, I sat there, I was like, is Prince really gone? It's enough to make a grown man cry. But not this man. Get back in there, tear.
2: Like, yeah, I'm in denial. I was like, nah,
3: until TMZ just- or CNN confirm it, I'm not believing it. Yeah, I'm what in what denial. I, here's what I hate, though, is whenever someone like that dies, mm. all of a sudden, I'm like Facebook and Twitter, like, like, everybody's the biggest, biggest Prince, Prince fan. fan. Yeah. Like, I remember when Michael Jackson, Jackson died. Yeah. Like, Every, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, my God, I love Michael Jackson music. I'm like, dude, I've known you for, like, 20 years. Like, you have never won. I have sat in your car for, like, eight-hour car rides. You've never played a Michael Jackson song. So when Michael Jackson died, because you mentioned that. When Michael Jackson died, uh, I was living in Orange, Connecticut. And uh, my, my roommates and I decided that day, I think it was, like, a Thursday. So that day, we decided to go to the bar that night. And the DJ that night was playing nothing but Michael Jackson music. Yo! Okay. Playing what? nothing but Michael Jackson music. So we got to the bar around like I don't know, maybe ten. Mm-hmm. So I think I think closing time was like one. It gets to be like twelve thirty, and this guy's been playing Michael Jackson music all night, mm-hmm. but he did not play Thriller yet. No, And like he's playing like obscure Michael Jackson Definitely songs, like 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 the B sides. Yeah, yeah, like like, stu- like stuff like that dirty you're Diana. And shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like stuff Michael Jackson recorded in his bedroom. That no- <laughs> and like I go up to the DJ afterwards and I go, I go, hey, you've been playing Michael Jackson stuff all night. Mm-hmm. You haven't played Thriller. Mm. And he's like, oh my God, I forgot about that one. How? Oh, I was a little drunk. And I go to him, I'm like, how in the hell do you get a job as a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you never seen 13 going on 30? Or, like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, give me a freaking break. Like you, I, he, I, he was like, oh, I never thought about that. And then he played, like, thriller. I think they closed the night with thriller. Oh, fuck and okay. by that time, no one wants to do the thriller. Yeah, dance. No, but you I get like so, you get some like d- fun, drunk people at 9 like, 30 or 10 yeah. o'clock. You're going to have people in the middle of the bar throwing their hands upside to side and acting <laughs> all stupid. But it was like, but everyone became the Biggest fan, and I saw it when Prince died too. Like yeah. my Facebook feed, everyone—people who probably cannot name six Prince songs—were like, you know, were, we're putting up music videos of like "When oh Cry," <laughs> and you know, what was the Cadillac song he had? He had a Cadillac song. Was the Cadillac a Corvette? Corvette, yeah. Little, was a little red Corvette? Pretty, yeah, little red Corvette. Little red Corvette. Mm-hmm. But like everyone's posting that stuff. It just—I hate. Those kind of people, it's Train team. riders. That's, yeah. what, that's what it is. But then
2: they, and then that passes, and then you actually get to see who really did or are paying attention to the past, and you're like paying. But respect. even on the
1: other side of that, like I hate the people who are like, "Oh, I've been playing Prince since I was two. Like, no, you like the it. people who like overly act like, yeah, overly oh, like, act like, "Oh I'm my god, su- like that was my idol." Like, yeah, like, oh man, I'm I'm suffering so badly. Like, yo, but uh, we it was get one it. of those we things all, where know.
0: like you remember. Where you were when right. such and such died. Because I remember when Michael Jackson died. I had just got home from work, took a nap, woke up. Right. Everybody's mm-hmm. outside playing music, playing. I'm like, why is everybody playing Michael Jackson? Like, I like right. I go on my street, everybody's playing Michael Jackson. I go like two streets over to the right. store, everybody's playing Michael Jackson. I get home, like, what the fuck happened to what the fuck's going on? Turn to MTV, nothing but Michael. Like they right. playing like Earth Song, they're playing Dirty Diana, all this shit. I'm like, right. what the what? fuck happened to Mike? <laughs> then I turn the B T of all channels. One hundred and, and six in part. They talking about Michael Jackson at him.
1: Yeah, I remember. What I was, I was heading to the beach with my family and a couple of friends, and uh, they were playing nothing but Michael Jackson the whole time. So we like, okay, well maybe it's his birthday or something. Who knows yeah, exactly? And and so we get there, and I remember like they announced that he passed away. And mm-hmm. I, it like the mood of the yeah, whole group like, was like, yo, Damn it how we literally to drink felt and party like the world now? stopped
0: because sleep me. And yeah, Ify, we just had a reason to drink now right. We had a reason to drink and listen to Michael Jackson yep. And we was just chilling, watching videos Just like, Michael Jackson's really gone Yeah Like, who Who do we have? Like, at that point, we had Whitney We had Prince We had right. we, we had everybody But now it's like, the older we get everybody, Like, nobody dies of old age anymore Right Which is my
3: qualm with shit when Michael Jackson died That funeral was like A president died Exactly Like oh I was working An office job And I was streaming guy. that online He, he, Listen, when he was when
2: he, a world leader It was his, crazy
1: When his kids went up there <sighs> Oh boy lost I it. turned the channel <laughs> I was like No
4: <laughs> No No, no. no,
2: no. <laughs> I think, that, I think that has a lot to do with um, their, their lifestyles as well because a lot of these artists, they grew up um, around a lot of influences in regards, if we want to acknowledge it or not, they did surround themselves with a lot of drugs. And you can only imagine what uh, the, the, the things that they took into their bodies and time does not.
0: There's no such thing take- as a free lunch. Exactly. I can't, I can't live in this world where Prince and Michael don't exist. I don't. I'm, they
2: exist. Still. I don't know this. It's no, they just-
0: don't. They're not here anymore. All right. Well, I've I never been you- to a Prince concert. I feel I can't even think of the word. Like
2: was I, that on your bucket list? Yes. All right. Well, I you wanted can, to go. Th- I saw you can watch in one. Vegas. I saw
0: a, a, a imitation Prince. That was it. I want to see real Prince, oh, but now shit. I can't see it, yeah. and I'm fucking sad. Hey man, we might get a hologram or something. Yeah. Oh, fucking hologram, man. I want I want a real prince. I want, I want I want real Prince purple with the perm, all that shit. You know what I found
2: creepy and not so creepy at the same time? Like that day, I Dressed in purple, like I had purple accents, everything. Like Nikki I killed accents. Prince. I no, oh, I don't God, say why, that. Why would you don't do that? say that. Don't put that
0: out there. She got a purple scarf on right now. She killed Prince.
2: I did not, and I was, I was, I, I was feeling the purple vibe. Like I definitely was, like this is a purple day, and I said that to myself when I looked at myself. I had this the purple, purple earrings. Day.
1: Oh, purple, oh, purple day.
0: Purple what day. is a purple day? Yo. Obviously, the day <laughs> Prince dies is a purple day, and. Niggas, niggas in tune with the world. You like don't. You have no idea. With the spectrum of color. So
2: <laughs> when I saw Prince, when I said when it said Prince passes away at fifty seven, I said no. I said no, 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 no. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying
3: to get over the fact that you put that much thought into your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but oh, I, it's a purple day today. Yeah,
2: no, no, no. I didn't say I'm wear purple. All you know, oh, okay. down. It was just more so like the accents when I looked at myself, I, I was you. like, look at all this purple. But you know, that's <laughs> what, it'd be like that sometimes. Oh my it God. definitely
3: does. Someone like Prince, like you mentioned like the purple the purple suit and like the perm hair. I always yeah. wonder like what would what would he be doing if he wasn't a musician? Exactly. Like I can't picture like what's he can be working an office job. No, I, like he's like, an, an entertainer. A really, he can't yeah, be like guides. a
0: motivational speaker mm-hmm. or nothing like that. He can't be anything but Prince. Yo, I didn't know Prince's real name was Prince. I didn't Prince, either, uh, actually. Prince uh, uh, Rogers Nelson. Prince Rogers. I Rogers thought he was I thought that was a stage name Me too I did too Prince has got to be a He changed his name To a fucking symbol And people called him The symbol
1: I still can't pronounce The symbol
0: It's Prince The GOAT <laughs>
1: Prince. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a specific name for it. Nah, it was yeah. like a, a.
3: I thought he was just the artist formerly known as Prince. Like he went nameless. I think it was like a contract dispute. Yeah, yeah. Like he left that's his label, was, yeah. and the label said, "No, we own the name Prince." Only, I'm like, but right. that's my name. That's my real, that's my right, real right, name. Right right, 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 right. Rest in
2: pe- rest in purple, Prince.
0: Yeah, rest in peace to Taff Pack
2: Who?
0: The artist formerly known as Prince, at Taf? Akron. Taf Pack Bye. <laughs> The artist for oh, me okay. on his br- <laughs> Okay. All
2: right.
0: Cap. Taff cap. There you go. Boom. All right. So <laughs> Yo, you put some thought into that one because I was like, huh? What? <laughs> uh Burman. Ah,
2: respect. <laughs>
0: Put some respect on it. Oh, of y'all. <laughs> Tria, oh, y'all.
2: Tria, y'all. Now, <laughs> I'm going to say this one
0: time. <laughs> you ain't going to say it no more. <laughs> now, Birdman recently went to the breakfast club. He's an
2: Aquarius, and... by the way.
0: Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> every episode. Every, every episode. So, Birdman, he recently went to the breakfast club, and he was basically tired of them... Talking about him in a negative light Where he feels like he's been disrespected But he's been disrespected All his artists Everybody he signed Like he's like the down south P. Diddy Like he don't respect anybody He don't pay nobody their money Like everybody that goes to his label Really don't come out Except for like two artists Like name the people on Cash Money You can't See boom Little Wayne <laughs> Little Wayne Juvenile. Nicki Minaj Drake I don't even think Juvenile Yeah is. nah Juvenile Why, still did, there. why did you say Nicki
2: Minaj and Drake They're on they're cash money They're on
0: cash are,
1: money They're on young money
2: Shut up Young David. money Cash money one I
1: think it's it's still yeah, Part of the same thing Yeah
2: mm. No We gotta do some research Alright We'll get back to it we,
0: we don't fact check on here
2: Mm-mm, We should
0: Shut up <laughs> Why don't you do it then
2: <laughs> No I'm pretty sure That Birdman is just his name He's an Aquarius by the way
0: Yo, when you saw the interview, X I ain't talking to you <laughs> When you saw the interview, X how how did you perceive the interview? I, I mean, I thought it was hilarious it was I thought funny. it was
1: hilarious The way he walked in that room With the seven R&B thugs and, and, and sat down and crossed his arms I mean, it was like a kid Throwing a temper tantrum yeah, it was a, yeah, He definitely. was just like
2: He was and, nervous, too so.
1: Yeah, he was nervous But you know what? I think they Because they Charlamagne had said that they tried to call him beforehand mm-hmm. and try to talk. So I think they was trying to like, you know, hey, listen, don't ask about this and don't yeah. ask about the kissing and don't ask oh, about. Oh no, we gonna ask about everything. You know what I mean? Charlamagne was like, nah, I'm not, nah, I'm that. not, I'm we not gonna go in that. there and we're gonna really talk to you about
0: all of this stuff that's going on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all this bullshit. The I thought that shit was whack. The way he went in there, the way he approached everything, <laughs> the way he talked to everybody was just like he was she was trying to it was the intimidation tactic. Like and it, and it was it was it was a weak attempt at it though. It because was whack. the dudes that he was with Didn't even look intimidating Yeah it wasn't nobody Like that it was big And intimidating Like you know I'm gonna fuck you up If you say something wrong Right It was It was just whack all he, around. Went,
2: he went in With sh- with numbers That's what his His thing was He was the boss anyway Man, So he felt, like he, y'all gonna gonna pre- he felt like He was gonna make a He felt like He was gonna make a presence And Y'all put some respect On y'all me
1: Y'all finished Or y'all
0: done <laughs> Y'all finished or Y'all done Y'all chewing Or y'all eating <laughs> You
2: listening Or you hit me <laughs> But shout out to him for going up there and having respect for himself and standing up for himself because I'm pretty sure that um, Charlemagne <laughs> was definitely going to go in there and <laughs> make him so less than what he— Pull up on Rick and yeah. yeah.
0: Now, Ken, do you know anything about what we talking about? You sent me the video. Yeah.
3: You emailed me the video. Yeah. And I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know enough of the backstory yeah. to kind of understand any of it. Like The only thing I was familiar with with Birdman is I think he has shoes, right? Yeah, he had had lugs. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I I knew something about the shoes, but I didn't know. Like, so I kind of it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, Yeah. well, basically, the radio host they always
0: bash Birdman for like. I guess he, you know, you know who
3: uh, Lil Wayne is.
0: Yeah. Okay, so there's been like this thing where. Birdman and Lil Wayne They kiss each other Like on the lips Type of thing It's been a thing Where Birdman doesn't Pay his artists He doesn't um, Put out his artists Like artists have been Signed to his label For years and years Never come out with an album Um, It's been artists That have made hit records And they never get paid for them Even Lil Wayne Even Lil Wayne Uh, Lil Wayne at one point Was about to leave Cash Money About to sign with Jay-Z So it's a thing where um, Like the radio hosts They always bash him For being this type of like he He always claims that he's a mogul, but he's not really he, he that title isn't deserved, basically, so it's basically like um he chooses yeah so he's pay. a fake suit, yeah, basically, right. and he chooses to pay his people in
1: in opulent gifts instead of paying them their money, yeah, he'll
0: buy them, like a yeah. car like a boat or. Send him on the trip.
1: If he won't has that kind them. of
3: reputation though, why are people still signing with him? <laughs> because people want the opportunity to
0: be in the game. They want to be signed to somebody that has a the rep. Main. Yeah, that has a
3: rep. So like so is it a lot of like younger artists just starting out at this point?
0: Like there's an artist called Young Thug that's signing him right now. I don't know what's going on with his situation as far as money-wise, but he's making like a lot of hit records, but I don't know if he's actually being paid for them. Hmm. So it's like He's basically stealing From, from right. everybody Like he signs them Promises them the world And then doesn't pay them Right Which so. is
2: stupid Because What you think These people are gonna work
0: for free And get well known I don't think gives a fuck Like I said I think he, he
1: just Tried to shower people With gifts and love And it's like Okay yeah That's your payment mm-hmm. <laughs> That's stupid
0: yeah. Alright so last topic So um, Speaking on the breakfast club Hillary Clinton Recently had an interview With them And um, She made a statement that Mm, got black people up in arms where she said that she had that she uses hot sauce and everything <laughs> that she has hot sauce in her bag but well, we appreciate you joining us I got, I, just, no more questions they said no she has to go
3: what's, what's something you go. that you always carry with you hot
1: just.
0: sauce really you,
1: yeah really yeah. are you getting
0: information right now
1: <laughs> hot sauce
0: <laughs> hot sauce wow. in my bag
1: swag Hot sauce. Really? Really? Yes. Now listen, I
0: just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is it working?
0: Now, um, (laughs) X, Mm -hmm. do you think that Hillary Clinton is pandering to black people with this statement? Because it's it's been on record that she's been saying this since like 1992, which I get, but to bring it up now, now that Beyonce has said it in 2015 to 2016, is kind of like, what are you really getting at?
1: Listen, I think Hillary has been pandering Like people since she decided to run for president I mean, it is what it is You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's got the feminist movement behind her She's got the former, you know, B- Bill Clinton's uh, backers behind her. Right, right. She's got most of the Democratic Party behind her. Mm-hmm. She needs that black vote. And so she's going to she dab. She really the black vote. She's going to yeah. dab and she's going to talk about that? hot sauce and she's going to talk about fried chicken and <laughs> collard greens or whatever else she can do to try to— I mean, to- Bernie Sanders <laughs>
0: seems to be doing the same thing, though.
2: But aren't they all pandering at this all point? All They're all pandering
3: something. in a certain way because they want to get votes. Bernie Sanders, though—I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter. Okay. Oh, Bernie you- Two so high five, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders at least has a history, yes. of working with the black community. Yes. and you could go back as far as what's like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, like when he was in the like, civil uh, civil rights. Yeah, he he, he has a history of doing that. Right. So uh, with him, I'm sure at this point, his pandering's a little different, right. meaning that I'm sure his people are getting him set up to do interviews in certain markets right. where the black community. Will be able to hear his message exactly, and in ways I kind of think that's you know when you're trying to hit a specific demographic with who you're interviewing, right? That's that's one form of pandering, right. but at least he has a it's genuine a pandering. It's genuine. Yeah. No. Hil- Hillary Clinton to me, Hillary Clinton to me always comes across as fake. Yes, yes like she always. comes across stop, as a robot, man. and I fundamentally Turn those fundamentally I don't <laughs> understand the o- I, I I love Bernie Sanders. Mm. I don't think he's going to get the nomination nah. at this point, nah. and. You know, Hillary, I do not fundamentally understand how anyone can listen to her and think she's authentic because she's not. Like, there's a show that's on uh, Showtime. It's called The Circus. Mm -hmm. And it's a documentary program. It's a half hour every Sunday night. And they follow the campaign. Mm -hmm. Like, they have these three reporters that are on the campaigns for every major candidate. Like, they started off, they were on the campaigns for everybody. Now they're following Kasich, Trump, Cruz, Sanders, and Clinton. And they're going around. And, like... Bernie Sanders, they they, they catch these people in, like, candid moments. Bernie Sanders is always, like, joking around. They show Bernie Sanders playing with his kids. Right. Like, but you could tell the fake ones. And, like, Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton, like, you can't... I've never seen a human moment from Hillary Clinton that isn't... Like, a human moment from Hillary that that isn't calculated. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. That isn't calculated because you want to talk about how she's trying to pander to the black community. Like, she was... She did, like, a whole... Like, a whole segment during the... I forget which caucus it was, but... She she did an entire like public thing where she had like Trayvon Martin's mom yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and it's like that I mean to she me she was on the
0: l Show doing like the whipping the nay like
3: right. yeah that kind of stuff like I I, I as a white guy mm. I look at that and I'm like you're being fake like come right. on. it would right. anger right. me if I was African American yeah. I'd be like that's. It, it stop Cut the stop, shit Yeah cut yes, the shit. exactly <laughs> Cut the shit But at least Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders is probably Pandering in a certain way But at least he has He has a resume That shows right. That before he was trying To run for president He was working with that community Right So I think it's a little More authentic Yeah Right I just don't like her
2: She doesn't
0: She doesn't, she doesn't appeal to me I, I mean when it comes To Bernie Sanders I, I hear all the support And everything he's saying But when it comes to, to Bernie Sanders, like, where the hell has he been for the last 30-plus years? Like, you've seen the pictures of him on the front lines, you know, with Martin Luther King, handcuffed the black women, this, that, and the third, whatever. Where the hell has Bernie Sanders been the past 20 years, 30 years? Like, I don't, I didn't, I don't remember seeing Bernie Sanders or hearing about him at the Million Man March or, like, when
3: such-and-such got killed, where Amadou Diallo got killed or with right. Al Sharpton. Right. Like, where the hell was he this whole time? That's my question. The reason is because he's not a sexy politician. And I don't mean that in a physical way because he's obviously not sexy in a physical way. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that in that he's not he's never been a loud politician mm-hmm. where even if he was doing things he would not be looking for press like there's an awesome thing if you ever have time go online and look at bernie sanders announcement that he's running for president mm-hmm. it was done in front of legitimately like 5 to 10 people right. like it was one of those it was one of those i'm running for president Announcements that everyone's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, so okay, yeah. On, they're, they're, they're yeah, sure. yeah, sure, Wonderful. go ahead. And and then it, the fact that it blew up to the point mm. that it's you know we're what we're a couple months away from the election and he's still in the running. I'm you know, and the only thing I I, I like authenticity. Mm. That's what I like. I don't want people who are fake, and I don't like that in any walk of life. Mm. Right. You know, I don't like people who, you know act a certain way just because, you know, they want to get a certain reaction. I don't like that at all. Bernie Sanders, at least to me, I feel when I'm watching Bernie Sanders, I'm seeing the guy who, you know, especially when you watch that, like that documentary program might change your opinion on Bernie Sanders. It might. But like, especially when you see him on that program, there are legitimately moments where he doesn't know the cameras on him, and the way he's acting is the same way you see him on interviews. So it comes I mean, across as authentic. Like a,
1: yeah, he just feels more down to earth than than
0: Hillary. Hillary
1: just feels like yeah, she just, just feels like
0: she just I'm gonna get this vote, and then when I get in office, I'm not gonna do anything I told you I was gonna do.
1: Her and Bill Clinton's relationship reminds me of um,
3: House of Cards. Like they're, that's they're, what it like was based on. The, 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 oh really? Oh yeah, it was based on the Clintons. <laughs> wow. Okay. So
1: that, that that's yeah. why it feels like remotely close because it, it's yeah. Um, I, when I yeah.
2: got when I got home today, there was a Hillary Clinton flyer on the door. My daughter goes, "Oh, it's like she's begging."
3: <laughs> <Damn>.
2: <laughs> I right? started laughing because you know she's nine and it's like what. <laughs> it, but I mean,
3: it's it, this this election cycle has been insane, disgusting. Like I, yeah. I it's. Like I, I fundamentally can't understand people who are voting for Clinton, but right. it boggles my fucking mind that anyone looks at Donald Trump sure. All right, I have and says and says he should be president. Only yes. Donald we acknowledge is Duck. D- <laughs> <laughs> but we say it again. Yeah. the only
0: Donald that we acknowledge is Donald oh, Duck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Darkwing Duck too. Darkwing, I love Darkwing Duck.
2: <laughs> um, so I was in New York last weekend, and we passed by on our way home. We saw the Trump buildings, and on the highway, I don't know which one it was, but you can see down yeah, the. Plainest
0: one of them bitches. It's one of them,
2: It's one of those. Um, I, I can't. I can't tell you which which Parkway it is, but. The whole block had Trump buildings, you know the, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, Trump has all of this power. He had he monopolized he has all this money. And I'm saying power because he has the monopoly. Money comes power. Yes, and he okay. he does because he. If you see it, have you seen the Trump buildings? That no. If not- you see it, you would see how even in that from that perspective how even if he has tenants in those buildings if even if he has like a community who support him they're going to come out didn't he win the primary in new york or something like that yeah he just yes. won that and really, yes he's and he's, and, get, he's getting the nomination at this point because because for the simple fact that there's people who are looking at him like oh he's gonna he's gonna um, secure our funds basically unaware that he's literally gonna take their funds right and it sucks because people believe the hype and it's become a reality show and. The man, the so man, sad. is no substance. Like None. That's the thing that
3: boggles me is like I remember it was like comedic before the first debate, like when mm. he he had that escalator ride when he announced his president, he's running for president, right? And then they ask him all these questions about like foreign policy, about I'm going to build a wall. Yeah, I that guess. pissed but me but off. But it's like I'm watching this kind of shit and I'm like. He's a fool, and right. the debate's going to expose him right. because you put him on a stage. And you put him on a stage, and if you watch that first debate, he's a moron. <laughs> Complete. Like, he, Complete. Like, he, he, like, you know, how are you going to fix the economy? I'm going to fix it. I'm, I'm just going to fix it. it. Yeah, it's going to it. be the greatest economy ever. And it's the like, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. That's, like, that's not an answer. I can answer. give that answer. Like, you know, and he's— uh, uh, But I'm like—I am like I remember I texted my brother because my brother's really big into politics. And I'm like, I'm like, are you watching this? And he texted me back. He goes— he goes. This is the end of it. It's done. This right. this was a fun Daily Show segment. Now it's over. <laughs> right. And then his numbers went up, skyrocketing, and they continue to go up. It's like it's just mind boggling to but me that anyone what? can look at. Like I just don't understand it. The only one on the Republican side that I would feel comfortable. Having as president is Kasich. Kasich. And because K- that that's the only like Cruz, there is not I would not right. let Cruz. Cruz hell ba- I would not no. let Cruz babysit my kids, let alone, right. you know. I don't even have kids. <laughs> I would not let Cruz babysit my my nieces and nephews. Right, right. Let right. alone like you know, run the country. Yeah. And like Trump is just it, it Trump brings one really good thing to American politics. You he's he, he's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> he's an idiot. He has absolutely no business running for president, right. let alone getting the nomination. But <laughs> oh, the one good thing he does is he's changed the way dialogue is going to be constructed mm-hmm. because he has completely deconstructed a political campaign. is mm-hmm. doing he has done like thirty things that in every other election would have ended the election. Like right. Rick Perry, Rick Perry forgot the names of some departments uh, in a debate, and that ended his political career. Right, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, like. He called 9 11, 7 11. 7
0: 11. I was like, what? One he, of the biggest tragedies that happened in American history. Right. He's Ain't having rallies. rallies. And confused it with a fucking a soft drink chain. <laughs> like,
3: what? The dude is having rallies where he is threatening to punch people in the face. Right. <laughs> a guy, like, like honestly, like, uh, smoke a joint, sit back and think about that for a second. Like, <laughs> like he, he no, is really? sitting back, he is sitting there and telling people, a presidential candidate is telling people, Exciting I'm going to punch rides. people in the, in the face, face. Right. you know, and it's like one of those. But I do think here's the scary thing. I think if he gets the nomination, and he runs against Hillary. I think he wins. I really I genuinely yeah. I think I think if he runs against Bernie, which he's not going to. I think I think Bernie would. I think Bernie, said, I think Bernie I versus Trump, Uncle Bernie Martin. wins. I think Hillary versus Trump, Trump wins. It's close. I think I think Kasich versus either of them, Kasich wins. Really? I could see it. I think Kasich wins against Hillary, and I think Kasich wins against Bernie. Uh, wow. I, I But Trump, like, if he gets the nomination, I think he's going to win, especially if he goes against Hillary. But it's like, I, but I think for years to come and for elections to come, you're going to see a different approach. Right. Because now people are not going to be as scared to do things that can right. nuke a campaign. Now they're going to be more honest and be able to say things mm-hmm. that, I think Trump does it to an extreme. But right. I think you're going to have someone like, you know, someone who has a history in politics. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Chris Christie would have done really well if Donald Trump wasn't in this election cycle. Because that's who Chris Christie is. Chris mm-hmm. Christie has always been kind of like, I'm going to do what's best for the—I don't like Chris Christie. Yeah, I don't. But <laughs> I, don't <laughs> like I think Chris Christie—I I, I would never vote for Christie. Right. But if you look at Christie's history, right. Christie has always been someone who just—you know, I'm—, I'm Gonna say what I want, right? And he will he called people idiots in like press conferences yeah. before. Like I remember when it was Sandy or Irene, whatever it was. Like he got a bunch of shit because uh, Obama came to New Jersey and he shook Obama's hand and he treated him like a gentleman because that's the way you treat the president of the United States, right, exactly. And, and when the and when the media started like when the when the right wing media started giving him shit for pandering to the president, he's like, he's the president of the United States. Right. He came to my state because my state just had a hurricane. Exactly. Basically, he told you Sit, shut the fuck like, up, shut the fuck <laughs> up, you know? exactly. But yeah, and I think that's the one thing Trump brought us I think he's gonna change the way dialogue is done in politics.
2: Everybody likes the entertainment. It's like they feed off of the entertainment. That's
0: the thing that's getting me. It's like, we have Donald around for the entertainment, and then when he gets in office, and it's like everybody's gonna realize, oh, we fucked up. Like what
1: are we gonna do? Like what are we do now? That we're not gonna be entertaining when I, you know, Saudi Arabia or Iraq or Iran, you know, because
2: everything is a joke. Everybody likes to laugh and make jokes out of everything. And if 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 please don't make it so. If he does become president. Can you imagine the United States versus the world looking at us? Like, look at these idiots. Over Barack there. already
1: said he's got world leaders calling him up. Like,
0: what, what's, what's what's happening right I now? I need <laughs> Uncle Murder to come through on his promise. Like, yo, he going to get Donald Trump shot if he ever gets in the office or if he gets the nomination. I need hey. a- Uncle Murder,
3: if you ever listen to this. <laughs>
2: It sucks because it is for like shits and giggles, and like everybody is shitting and giggling. Yeah, everybody's shitting
3: and giggling I, now. I, I don't get it at all. But the if there's one good thing that did come out of it, though, besides the dialogue thing, it's the fact that a lot of people are more interested in politics now,
4: mm-hmm. just for yeah. the
3: entertainment fact. My wife isn't very educated person, <laughs> and my wife is never into politics. My wife knows more about this election than any election or any political thing going on, like in my time knowing her. Mm-hmm. Like, and she thinks Donald Trump. Um, she thinks Donald Trump's an idiot. Right, but right. at least now she's engaged in the process. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like, like she'll sit at home with me and watch like, you know, the results of the caucus has come in, the right. results of the primaries coming in, and now she's interested in it, which is good. Because right. now that can carry over to different things. Exactly. Now it can carry over to her maybe having an interest in local politics, right. maybe having an interest in national politics on a different stage, right. which is a good thing. But one of the most awkward moments will be is if Donald Trump gets elected president and he has to do the walkthrough with Barack Obama. <laughs> because you know Obama will treat him Completely professionally Right And he will treat him fine But, you gotta, you gotta him but Barack the Obama hand. Would have to hand over The presidency essentially To the asshole Who thought he wasn't a citizen Exactly And it's like That's like the guy You'd never invite over For a dinner party And instead you're selling Your house to him It's like Exactly Man
2: and not only that, but he's he's handing off, like, you I'm guys gonna thought hand, I... I'm going to hand thought,
0: my country to you.
2: To you. And you guys thought I That's, was the worst? Yes. You about to see, uh, you fucked up uh, now. You
0: about to watch how daddy ball with this one.
1: <laughs> that would be the ultimate payback for that time when um, Barack, like, basically slayed him at the... It was at one of those, like,
0: dinners...
3: Oh yeah, he made. You're oh, he where he made. made like, he was turning red. Yeah. Oh my like, God.
1: That would be the ultimate payback, though. Like, yeah, remember when you did that? Yeah. yeah. Nah, I got nah, show nah, ass. Now nah, 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 you give
2: me
3: this ass. presidency. Yeah.
2: If I were Barack, I'd be like, yeah. just because, just- because, <laughs> <laughs> just because.
3: I would steal all the pens out of the White House. <laughs> right. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm taking all the pens. I'm taking this picture, of JFK. I'm taking all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the vintage. You're gonna get basic cable now. <laughs> <It's> done. <laughs>
2: Good take down some butlers. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I right. bring
3: my own
0: brigade. <laughs> so let's get into this interview now. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Tuccio. Where are you from, Mr. Tuccio?
3: Uh, right now from Norwalk. Where you were where were you born? I was born in Ansonia, New Haven area. The Valley. I'm a Valley guy. I was born in the Valley.
0: Oh now were you raised in Ansonia? Did yeah, you born move and from raised August? in Antonia. Okay, my parents how was, still live there. I was living in Ansonia as a as a child. It's
3: interesting. 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 Uh, (laughs) I like, I love Ansonia. It's my hometown, so I have no ill will about it, but it's Mm. a very meat and potatoes area. Right. um, Which has its charm. Mm. Um, But you, you know, it's an area where, you know, generations after generations live there. Like people who I grew up with as a kid, you know, instead of, you know, growing up and moving somewhere else, they stayed Mm. in Ansonia. Right. And their family have jobs in Ansonia. And their Friday and Saturday nights are doing things at the bars, the restaurants in Ansonia. It's a small town feel. Mm. It's very, um... It's kind of under its own little bubble. Like if you unless you lived in the valley, it is very tough to explain the valley. Like in the valley, things that are important are, you know, working a, working hard nine to five, making mm-hmm. money, supporting your family, and football. F- like F- and football. High, <laughs> high school football, Sonia High School football. Yeah. And I didn't go to Antonia High School. Mm-hmm. So I was never really I always felt I was never horribly accepted in the Valley community mm-hmm. because I didn't go to Ansonia High School. My parents sent me to private school. I went to Notre Dame and West Haven. So I always felt like I was never accepted in like the Valley community. It was like, you know, I think I think the perception a lot of people had from this, and other people who went private in my area, said the same thing, which Mm -hmm. was, yeah, what what are you too good for Ansonia, or you know, things along those lines. I mean, they're very. It's a a very protective area.
2: Yeah. Because you thought outside of the box.
3: You know what I? One of the things that I always think is kind of sad in any walk of life is when you don't want to expand your horizon.
2: Right. Right. You
3: know, and. One of the things that is frustrating about a lot of the people that I grew up with in the Valley initially was that they were very sheltered. You know, like it's Friday night, we're going to this restaurant. Right. You know, oh, it's breakfast, we got to go to a diner. We're not going to try something in Milford, Orange, New Haven. We're going to go to the Valley. The
2: diner. routine.
3: We thing. have the routine and we have things. The great thing though, and I've gone on record to this on my show. I think the Valley is going to be like the next Brooklyn Renaissance because now the Mm housing is affordable there, which means a lot of really young business people are getting apartments there, getting condos there. Mm -hmm. It's becoming an an area where you're getting like cool brew pubs in there. There's a brew pub that just opened up called Copper City Tavern. Mm. It's an awesome little brew pub. They got craft beer on tap, great food, and... You know, it's in Ansonia. They have fan, they have like fine dining restaurants in Ansonia. Now they have sushi joints in Ansonia. That kind of stuff. When I grew up in Ansonia, you had Italian places and you had a, <laughs> you know, a Target and a Walmart. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was it. And now like they're starting to expand. Like you see smaller shops coming in. Like the younger generation, my generation is now coming in. Yeah. And I think they saw the same thing I saw. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, now we're going to change this. We want people to come to Ansonia and like bring people from An- to Ansonia who are cultured who want to experience new things. I mean That's it's really it's really cool. When you see the way like Ansonia has grown, right. It's really cool. It makes me actually proud to be from Ansonia when I see like this is an area that, you know, is blowing up now. It's gonna like in in ten years, Ansonia is gonna be what Sono was ten years ago. That's interesting. Right. That That's great.
1: interesting because right now They're about to. I mean, Stanford is. I I was born in Stanford, and it's expensive as hell to live in Stanford. Norwalk is expensive. Everything along that ninety five corridor is going up, and I feel like they're trying to push everybody into the valley.
3: And that's if you look at like the history of what happened in like Brooklyn, right? Like the Brooklyn Renaissance was when people couldn't afford housing in New York City, so these young individuals who were working office jobs were coming and living in Brooklyn. And when you bring that kind of community in there it's going to breed what that community likes. Right, right. So like these people are coming in and I see the same thing in the Valley. It's like these young couples or these you know young 20-somethings are coming in and they're renting houses, they're renting apartments on Main Street. And then because of that, because you have that young 20-something crowd, business people who want to open up different things are like, oh, well... You know, we can open up difference. a brew pub here There's a market right. Oh, we can open up a coffee shop We can open up a restaurant It's mm-hmm. going to be nice And it's going to happen It doesn't happen overnight But, right. you know, Ansonia has changed so much But, like, the Ansonia I grew up in Was so, like, meat and potatoes It was right, like right. It was like You ever watch the show Friday Night Lights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like It was like Dylan, Texas It was like <laughs> It's like You're you're a small town guy This is where you are This is Ansonia This is where you grew up I was mm. my, my father's father's father Right You know, worked the copper plant in Ansonia right, And now I'm really? doing the same thing And it's there's nothing wrong with that. Like right. that's cool. It's awesome. If that's if that's the history and the legacy, that's awesome. Right. But I always wanted to be someone who kind of, you know, I, 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 I always wanted to expand my horizons. I wanted to do something different right. and kind mm-hmm. of like you know do my own thing and reach out of out of there. Shout out to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Did you, now, you went to Southern University? Uh, Southern Connecticut and Eastern Connecticut. Okay,
1: and and so you have a degree? What what, what is your degree? I went
3: to school for, I went to school to become a teacher. Okay. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I went to school to become a teacher, and then I realized I'm not really good with kids. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so, like, out out of college, I worked so many different jobs. I did, uh, I worked for uh, a mortgage company for a little bit. Oh, wow. I worked for Bargain News. Remember Bargain News. Yeah, I I actually do Bargain News It was the the classified newspaper Yeah Really? Yeah, so I worked for Bargain News uh, Doing uh, Doing internet I I basically was One of the people Who launched their internet division Oh, wow When they started doing Like the websites and stuff Like I was part of that team Uh, So I worked there For like four or five years And then I Got tired of it one day and quit, okay. and that's kind of sign. What
2: my sign? Yeah, what, what, I'm a cancer. Okay, I just had that. Yeah, I'm.
3: I'm. I'm I, this my, is what she does.
2: <laughs> that's what <I'm>, she does. <laughs> my,
3: my dad had the best. My dad had the best line about me. He said, uh, "He said you've always had a cavalier attitude, right? Because I always, I have the personality that everything's going to work out, yeah. right, right? And I don't see the point in doing things that you don't enjoy,
4: right?
3: And it's like, like I, literally, I kid you not, like I literally. Just got. To, I had a good job at Bargain News. Like right. I was like twenty three, twenty four. I was making, you know, I was making good money for that age. Right. And I had insurance. I had a four hundred one k. All this stuff. And I remember just like I went to work one day, and I'm like. I don't like doing this. Yeah. Like I do not like doing this every day. If
2: the vibe is and, not there, you can't rock with it.
3: And it was very tough convincing my parents like, okay, well, I'm going to quit my job. And they said, well, "What are you going to do?" I'm like, "I have no clue." Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I went well, to my boss and I'm like, "Okay, I- I'm giving you my notice. I'm leaving on this date." And he goes, do "You get another job?" And he goes, no. "No." He goes, "What are you going to do?" I'm like, "I don't know." And he goes, "You know, th- we're going to have to hire somebody else in your place. Like it's not going to be like you could just walk back you, in." I'm like, "You can just walk I'm, back I'm back like, in "That's I'm like that's fine. That's cool." That's fine. And I literally I took five months and just like, you know, it took five months and, you know, ran through a lot of my money. (laughs) (laughs) And, and and then I got a job with like a software company. I mean, I always liked, I I, I wanted to work for, I want, I like working for, I always liked working for small businesses. Right. Like I like being a part of a team of something. Like I always feel if you work for like a large corporate entity, you're not really, and it's not always true, but like, I want, I want to have a, I always wanted to have a position where I felt like I was something of value. Where like, if I didn't show up for work that day,
2: It wasn't like, it
3: it wasn't like, it wasn't like working for Walmart with one stock boy doesn't show up. They're like, okay, well, let's get this guy off the street and he's gonna be the stock boy now. I wanted to be the guy who like, I have an impact. What I'm doing makes a difference. Um, so I, you know, worked for a software company and then, you know, after, after I got laid off there, I, you know, yeah, after I got laid off there, I took a, you know, I had a tough time for a while and then I decided to start working for myself and I've been doing that ever since.
1: Now, I mean, that brings me to the discussion, because in your uh, podcast, you had uh, Neville uh, Wisdom on. Yeah, good guy. And um, I just wanted to, you know, hear about the story, like, when you decided to really go into business for yourself, like, what was that feeling like? Yeah, like,
0: like, how nerve-wracking was that to just throw caution to the winners?
3: Like, I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to get into media. I'm going to get into podcasting. Well, it didn't really happen that way. Um, Like, podcasting's. Podcasting is a little different. So I, I uh, web design was my my first self employed venture, right? Um, and I still do web design. Um, I don't do it as much anymore, but I still do web design. Mm. Um, but self employment's scary, yeah. you know, because I remember, I remember when I set up my LLC, mm. and it's like you're, you're saying to yourself, okay, there's no guarantee anymore. Like exactly. there's no every two weeks there's a paycheck, every week here's a paycheck. It's hustle. That's what it is, and you have to work really, really hard. Right now, were you Dude, married at this point? I was, I was dating my wife. Dating. We have been dating for seven, eight months. My wife. I was doing web design when I met my wife, but I was earlier into it. I want to say it was like maybe I was doing web design for a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was really early into it. Um, but you know, it was it was nerve wracking. But it's hustle, mm-hmm. like. I literally, my web design studio, I, I say studio, my studio was my kitchen table. <laughs> I, I like literally, you know, I literally had a stack of business cards right. and the Boston Post Road in Orange, mm. I was walking up and down the Boston Post Road, handing out business cards to every business. I would walk in and I'd be like, hey, you know, you know, mellow web design, this is what we do mm. and handing them a business card. And, you know, if you need anyone, if you know anyone, and I did that for a long time without any calls. And then I got wow. my first call. And then that call turned into a client and then suddenly you start to build just a little to, role. And, you know, but it's hard work. Like one of the most frustrating things for me is when people like say, because I've been self-employed for a long time. So right. people say to me all the time, like, I, I want to start my own business. Right. And I'm like, okay, great. And they think it's just like, oh, okay, well now I'm self-employed. So here comes the money. It's yeah. not the it's way it not, works. Like it was like that at all. It's very stressful. Like my, my, my wife understands it much better now. But when we first got married, when we first got married, uh, it was hilarious. I wasn't doing the podcast. Now the podcast has yeah. kind of become a full time deal for me, which right, is right. which is hilarious now. But, um, but like I was doing web design when we got married, and when we got married, like most married couples do, you start doing the finances together. Yeah. So we set up a joint checking account, and because when you're self employed, pays sporadic. Like yeah. I could have some months where I got nothing coming in. I have mm-hmm. other months where it's like, oh, here comes all here's all yeah. that money. Um, so we set up joint checking accounts, and. Uh, my, we made the agreement, like just here, the easiest way to do this is my wife has her paycheck every two weeks. She puts this percentage in. Whenever I get paid, I put the same percentage in. At the end of the year, it'll be fine. Mm. But this way, everyone's contributing equally. My wife didn't really understand self-employment. and, and I, She always knew I was self-employed, right. but like, I never needed for anything. So it was like, you know, I, we went out to dinner, I paid. We went out for vacation, I paid. I never, you know, it was never a trouble. So she always probably just assumed like, you oh, it. you know, it's fine. Everything's good. Like, oh, money comes <laughs> in all the time. <laughs> and then like she starts, like, I remember like the slowest period for my web design is... The end of the summer through the end of the year. Right. Because the end of the year, I work with a lot of small businesses on my web design studio, like mm. like mom and pop businesses is what we do. Yeah. yeah, That that end of the year, they don't do a lot. Like a lot of them are closing out their books and they just don't have the money left in their budget to do anything. So right. it's really a slow period. We got married in August, which was right when that slow period was. <laughs> and we opened up that joint checking account. And I remember like, it just happened to be a month. I want to say it was like September or October where I didn't have anything coming in, yeah. which for me is like... Okay That's uh, life Okay whatever This is is what it is And I'm not sweating it I'm doing my thing Right And I remember my wife Like she came home From work one day And like She's sitting on her iPad And she's like She's like, "Hey, are you having trouble like transferring?" <laughs> and I go,
0: "Yo, that, that's, I got- that, that's the reason I ask because when you go into business for yourself, like if it was just you and you weren't dating anyone and it fails, that's just on you. But right. now that you have someone else to actually support and that kind of depends on you, now it falls. Now if you fail, it
3: kind of affects both of you. I, I will say this because I know my wife's going to listen to this. My wife <laughs> does not depend on me at all. Oh, okay. My wife is I, I love her. Well, to, I, 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 mean, love, I love her to death because of this. Yeah. She is the most strong-willed, independent woman like." Like if my if if God forbid anything ever happened to me tomorrow, mm. like my wife is a completely independent, strong woman yeah. and can handle to your herself. Yeah. Like that's, that's
1: the best kind of woman. To and have. that's yeah, exactly. and
3: it's so funny because like you know like you watch wrestling. Like I always tell my wife that she's Sasha Banks. Like, oh, like I'm yes. like you're the like you're the boss. And people <laughs> don't understand it because I am very. I mean, you've gotten to know me. A little. I mean, I'm very like laid back. I'm yeah, very like right. I don't take things seriously. It's like it's right. it's gonna work out. Like mm. you know, it's it, it'll all be fine. It's like I'm not stressing out everything. And like my wife and I'm, I'm and I'm yeah. I'm very I'm structured, but I'm unstructured. Like yeah. I know what I have to do. I get everything I need to do done, but. You do you know, that, but that's experience. fine. You know, whatever. But You know, and then I'll just kick back and you know relax. My wife is very is very organized and very structured. And like when she she was like, oh, we're talking about the bank thing, she's like, Are you having trouble transfer stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I you know, I just didn't get paid this month. And she goes, you didn't get paid this month? I'm like, oh, I'm oh, like, yeah. Damn. I said, you know, I said, but it probably you know, I don't know, I might, I might get something in next month. She's like what you might get something and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like okay no this is self-employment like, I'm like do not panic like uh, this is this is what I do it's it's fine it's all good uh, she understands it a lot better now yeah. and you know I she is get into it. Yeah. <laughs> well she understands it a lot but that was like that's the world she grew up that's the world she lives in like she right. she's held, she held the same job for like 10 years mm-hmm. and like you know out of college she worked the same job from like 21 22 up until a year and a half two years ago right so it's like you know she was always like two weeks direct deposit two weeks direct deposit right and i'm like i haven't had direct deposit in like, like eight years, years. Like, like, direct deposit is me going to the bank and directly <laughs> <deposited> <laughs> the you know and uh you know so she's gotten a lot used to a lot more used to it now and we've we figured out a way where you know we figured out a way to make it work where she doesn't stress out all the time mm-hmm. and i can maintain my sanity by not having her stress out all the time right and um yeah so i mean it's all good but it's it's tough though and that's what people don't understand like it's it's hustle yeah. and but I don't see the sense in not trying like I right. I've, I've started some stuff up that has failed miserably yeah. and you know and I'm very fortunate that a lot of the stuff I've done has been successful but you know it's I like the challenge I like the story I mm-hmm. like you know I like starting with nothing and building it into something you know, yeah. that's cool
2: you have the control over what, it's, what created it um, and how it's blossoming
3: I like I look at like that I look at that story when I was like broke as a joke doing like doing web design, meaning walking up and down the Boston Post Road <laughs> handing out business cards. But I look at that and I, and honestly, there's like a sense of pride when I say to myself, mm-hmm. I've been self-employed, right. you know, since, you know, at, I forget the date, but I've been self-employed for years now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, have not collected a regular paycheck for someone for years. Right. And it's crazy. You know, and it makes me kind of proud. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. I,
0: I admire people like that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, X, he has his own business.
1: What
3: do you
0: do? He,
1: Well, we have a photography and a videography company, kinglifemediagroup.com.
0: Yeah, that real quick. (laughs) So, yeah, like, people like you and people like him, that kind of inspired me to want to start my own thing. But I'm actually, I'm terrified of failing at something to where, like, if I was to quit my job and say, I'm going to put my full time into this and it fails, it's not just on me because I have two kids. So it's like, if I fail... What am I going to tell them? How are they going to eat? Like, what do I have to fall back on?
3: And that's and uh, see, that's I remember you mentioned you had a kid, so that's a little bit different. Yeah. And I understand like there's a responsibility there, mm-hmm. and I would not be able to do what I do. I, I, okay, I'll take that back. I would not be able to take the chances that I take. Yeah, if I had someone to that I, that depended on that me. depended on. You. I yeah. don't have any kids. My wife and I, you know, we support each we support each other. We're married, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like we don't have any kids. We don't have any financial responsibility outside of you know our regular bills and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to take chances and do things and, you know, build things up. You know, I always tell my wife, with me, you play the long game. It's like, you know, this is is that investment you make that pays off in the long run. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but I can take those chances because when I took a chance and I started doing the podcast and I had to focus full-time on the podcast, which took a lot away from what I was doing web Mm design-wise, but I knew I was building it into something. You know, it... I could do that because if I didn't get paid, it affected me. Right, Like, like you said earlier, like yeah, yeah. it affected me in the event, you know, in the worst case scenario, I go belly up, broke as a joke. Mm. It's on me. Yeah. There's no food in my stomach, but it's not a situation where there's no food in my kid's stomach. yeah. yeah. You know, so there's a responsibility there, but, you know, I always think that you can figure out a way to make it work within the situation that you're in. So, for example, you have kids. Mm-hmm. If you had an idea and you want to do something on your own, yeah. you just have to figure out a different way to structure it, right? And right. And figure out a way like where I can do this and I can start pursuing whatever my dream is, mm-hmm. while still maintaining some semblance of financial responsibility for my right. kids. Right. Right. Because I'm still working my my regular job. And yeah. Most yeah, people completely. do, and most people like what I did was nuts. Like right. going completely on my own was yeah. nuts. Like right, that's right. insane. So I like I. I like I remember, like telling my parents I was doing that, and they're like, you know, like like a, a lot. Most people who will do like web design is an example. Right. Most people who will do web design will do like freelance, freelance, and they'll right. do freelance for years, and they'll build up a client book, right? right. And then they'll be like, okay, awesome. Now, yeah. now, now I have a client that- book, and I have a guaranteed x amount of income coming in. Right. I might have to live a little thin for a little bit, but right. you know, at least I have this, and now I can build a viable business. Right. Mm-hmm. I I had built two websites. <laughs> It's like it fucking <laughs> it! I, 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 I had built two websites, uh, two websites. was two websites for businesses, like buddies of mine who had businesses who threw right. me like a couple hundred bucks, like build something for wow. me, and then I had built a couple things for myself because right. I had a couple different website projects that I did on my own. Right. right. And I knew how to do it. I was confident I could do it. Right. It's nuts. Like, right. when you're walking, like, I legitimately, when I was going around to the studio, I was building websites for fake businesses. <laughs> but, not, but not, like, as, like, I'm trying to scam you. I was building, like, I would build a fake, fic- and I would tell them, like, listen, this is a fictional recording studio's right. website, yeah. but I'm doing, I'm showing you this, this recording studio does not exist, but this I, is built what I can this. do this, so That's you can see what I did, exactly. and And, yeah. it, and it, I mean, I'm very, very fortunate, I mean, right. and like, but I mean, it's, I don't know, I'm not someone who ever was able to work in like a structured environment, I can't I work in a cubicle, shit. I hate it, I hate I'm it, I'm going to be honest,
1: I, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know if people, was, let me say <laughs> this, I'm, I'm glad to have a job, exactly. but... You know, you'd rather be doing something else. I'd rather be doing creative stuff because the job that I have is just structured like, okay, we need. this I hate the monotony
0: out. of my job. Right, it's just the same right. thing every day, and there's day. no just value because, nothing. like,
1: it's like, like you said earlier, when when you don't show up a day,
2: does anybody give a fuck? You
1: exactly. know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, James isn't here. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, tell yeah, him we'll to do this shit tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You know That's what I'm saying? see
2: how I felt at Chipotle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ask me. At you quit.
2: Uh, yeah, because I'm going through the situation here. I What the fuck? When did you do this? You're right. Because it, it was a stream of things that actually happened. And I'm one of those, you know, I'm one of those people who believe in, you know, there's a reason for everything. And one thing led to another. Um, I was out for three weeks for mm-hmm. my surgery, surgery. And during those three weeks, they, you know got accustomed to giving most people the hours, built those relationships where, you know, I'm going to have these hours. They had it in their mind, you know. And I got back, and they only gave me, you know, 10 hours a week. Like some bullshit. Yeah. So it was like, all right, so this might change. They're going to see my progress. No, um, when I requested nah, the fuck time, y'all. I they quit. didn't have it. Check the was taking all the guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the hours to give. And I'm already one of those like, like you said, you, you can't work in the structured and you know the strict. It was very like you know do this, do that, do this and that. Although it was cool for me to keep busy, it wasn't something that was building on my creativity. So right. um, I was, I'm also wor- working on becoming a personal trainer. So. The last stage Is to do my 30 hour my, Do my internship mm-hmm. And that wasn't going to work with Having to go with the Chipotle hours And you are going to just put me anywhere And then see if I can come in It wasn't going to work that way right. So One thing led to another And it was like I had to. You don't know, say. Fuck Chipotle. And I'm not one to be like <laughs> just, just, that
1: just that
2: quick. Just. I'm not one to just be like, oh, I'm not coming in. Don't don't schedule me. I was I did a you know I'm about to leave. You don't have to put me on schedule anymore. Exactly. This is My last day. Thank you for the opportunity. But now I'm going on to different Thank things. You for the free walk. Um, <laughs> but Ken, I do have a question for you because of your business sure. experience. Um, what solid advice do you have to towards? those who are planning to open their, their own businesses. and
3: the Conan O'Brien had a quote, mm. which I when I heard the quote, it was one of those ones that stuck with me. And he said, the secret to success is giving yourself no other option. That's right. Mm. And it's, you know, mm. if you, you know, I, I'm very fortunate. I get to know a lot of creative people. I get to meet a lot of people in different industries. Right. And the people who are successful all have the, the mentality of, I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I think that's the big thing. I mean, you have to go for it, depending on your situation. Like, obviously, if you have kids, it's a different situation, and people are relying on you. But Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to fail, because what's the Mm -hmm. like? I'm a guy. I'm a worst case scenario thinker. That's the way I do everything. That's what I always look at. I always look at what's the worst that can happen. Right. Like in the worst case scenario, if I do this and it flops what's going to happen. And whenever I, when I run events, I look at like, like talk about Sonoball. I looked at Sonoball, and I literally wrote down what are the 10 worst things that that can can happen happen. to this and let's have an answer for all 10 of these and be prepared. Mm. You know, and I think, you know, just don't be afraid to fail. Like try stuff. I would rather be a guy who's 70 years old, you know, 70 years old, wrinkled up, sitting on his porch, you know, and looks at, 30 things I failed right. that I at least tried, as opposed to saying, well, you know Back what? In my day I tried. Yeah, but you know, instead of being like the guy who's like, Man, I wish I did that podcast yeah. thing because right. who knows where that could have gone. Oh, man. I mean, I got laughed at so much when I started the podcast. I got laughed at so much when I started the podcast because it sounds so fucking stupid when you tell someone, I'm gonna start a podcast. Right. And I'm gonna make it like ugh. It's one thing if you're doing a podcast and it's like a hobby. Right, because right. If, you, if you're like, this is my hobby. I like doing a podcast. Right, just like right. I like playing in a cover band at the bar. That's cool. Fine. Yeah. That's cute. But I was like, oh, I'm going to build this podcast into a business. And from day one, I treated it like a business. And people would look at me and be like, it's a, podcast. It's, a podcast. it's a podcast. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I said, "Like, this is the idea. Like, I'm, There's a hole in the Connecticut market. Like, There's right. nothing local like this. Right, Let's right. do something local and then try to expand it out. Right. And I just hammered it hammered it. Hammered it. No one took it seriously. But then people started seeing that I hammered it enough where I started getting legit guests on. Right. Mm. And like, then other people, like when I had like, like one of the first people, like I got a lot of eyes on me was like Stu Leonard. Like, oh, Stu yeah. Leonard. Like who's mm. Stu Leonard. Stu Leonard. Yeah. And like, right. it's a staple. <laughs> I sat down with him and I had him on the show. And then like a lot of people, like people look at that and be like, oh, you got legitimate people who are kind of interested in this. Mm. And then I was the only media outlet in the state to get a uh, chef Aron Sanchez from Chopped. Like Mm. when he opened up a restaurant in Stanford, Mm. like, and this is where, but this is where hustle comes in because I found out who his contact was with his agency and I called and I called and I found a girl who understood podcasts and I was like, oh, this is a win. (laughs) And then I'm like, I I told them, I said, listen, I will, I will do this around his schedule. You know, whatever he needs, let me know. I will drive to him, just get me in a room with him and let me sit down. And we did, and we sat down, and it was super nice. But that was the one interview where everyone looked at it, and everyone's like, "Oh shit! Oh, okay, He's serious? You, you're He's doing something surreal. there." And yeah. it's all about just building legitimacy, and then right. you know, and then one leads to another. Then I get like Jerry Springer on the show, and then you get like
4: other. He's people. in
2: Aquarius, by you, the way. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Yo, I do haven't. you like? Uh, Google and shit. No, it's just stuff that I actually. How the fuck do during Ken. Aquarius season you get to see whose birthday it is? Oh and just my god! Like, I shout out to all the Aquarius. Go ahead, Ken. <laughs> I'm tired of shit.
3: <laughs> no, but I mean, then you get like more legit names. Like, like Jerry, the next thing you know, Jerry Springer's on the show and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like I'm sitting down in a room with Jerry Springer, Jerry Springer, and it's like, but I built that literally. The idea was on a napkin in a bar, and that is not like some romantic story. Like I was sitting down with my buddy having drinks at O'Neill's in Norwalk, mm. and I said like I had a little pen. That they gave me like the tip thing on. I wrote down local podcast, and the original name for the show was going to be the Nutmeg.
0: I was I, I was oh, going to ask you that. Shit. I was going to ask you. So welcome to Connecticut. I know that that that
3: wasn't the first name. So what was the name that you had? I wanted Busta the Nutmeg.
0: Busta
1: Nutmeg.
3: But then, but then this is where my mark. I'm I'm a very marketing savvy individual. Like I always look at the way I have to promote things, and I'm mm. like. I'm not calling up Stu Leonard's offices and being, hi, I'm Ken Bust- from Bustin' so Busta- Nut- Up. Busta- Nutmeg." Bustin' <laughs> yeah. I still want to do something with the name Busta Nut, Even if it's just right, like right. a merchandise line. I want to do something with Busta Nutmeg. I think that's great.
1: Now, what I wanted to ask was, was there anybody that you got as a guest on there that you just was, like, floored by? Like, that you just— was Floored so, by in what way? Like, it, like it, I like, can't believe truck, I got this like person on. Jerry Springer.
3: For that— I'm not trying to sound like— I, I still get excited about meeting people and doing all this stuff, but— right. It's gotten to the point now where like I don't get like wowed by celebrity. Right. It's like you know I interact with them; they're human beings. It's fine. Right. It's cool. And I, you know, great. Um, Jerry Springer though, like I'm sitting there, and I, I remember sitting like I caught I interviewed Jerry Springer right after he's finished taping his show. Like he walked in the office, had the blue cards in his hand, put them on the desk, right. introduced himself to me, and sat wow. down on the couch. And we had the we had the H4N, and I mm. put it on his desk, Right. and. Jerry Springer just sitting on a microphone talking to me. And I remember wow. like sitting there like midway through, and I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, like, this was a fucking idea yeah. on, a nap. <laughs> on a napkin. And I'm sitting napkin. with Jerry Springer. And I remember like, I didn't tell anyone I was interviewing Jerry Springer. Like, I didn't let anyone know that. And then I just posted a picture of him and I together on Facebook. Mm. And like, everyone was like, you got. What the fuck? But that's what opens people's what? eyes because yeah. suddenly it was very hard for people, and it still is for me. I've gotten, a- it's gotten a lot easier for me, but for traditional media to take me seriously Mm. because it's a podcast. And podcasting, you know this, podcasting has a little bit of a stereotype to it. And the stereotype is that a podcast is something that unemployed people do in their basements, and mm-hmm. it's not. It's a very legitimate medium. Right. So I had to educate people and also—I had to educate people and also impress people. And the way to educate people is by just constantly hammering home that what a podcast is. Thing. And the way to impress them is by showing that you're getting legit names on this show. You're getting people who are are getting people who do other media right. outlets. And, you know, that is just spreading the word. And I mean, I'm very, very fortunate that it all worked, but it was not easy, man. It's like, we're over a hundred episodes in now and do it weekly. I've never missed an episode. We never missed a week. Right. And it's just, it was hard work. Like it was one of those, I look at how frustrated I was at points, like mm. early in the early days. And right. if I could see where we went now, right. like the idea of like, you mentioned the 40 under 40 thing.
4: Yeah.
3: Never in a million fucking years, would I have thought, thought when starting up that, that I'm like, in a magazine and I'm mm. doing that kind of stuff and people are treating me as like a legitimate like I like, like I walk into the thing yesterday the um, the Blind Beer Awards at yeah. Rhino and people know who I am when I walk in like come up and like oh that's Ken yeah. and it's like that's weird to me I never thought it would be that way um, and I'm very fortunate. Like I'm, I'm not religious, but I'll use the word blessed. That's a blessed thing to have. That's not
2: necessarily but, a religious word.
3: Okay. But, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's a slow burn, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like anything you do, whether you whether you want to do a, a photography studio or you want to do a podcast or you want to do anything, you're not going to have success overnight. You have to be willing to like. Hammer those phones, because wow. what I love now, and I had a conversation with my buddies about this the other day, the people who would not return my phone calls now are calling me. Yeah. And that's they're like, oh, well, hey, we have this great restaurant we'd love for you to cover. Right. And listen, I'm a very vengeful gr- grudge <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> no, nope, motherfucker. Me. You ain't trust fuck me, with me I, when I wasn't nothing. I, I, I will do everything that's good for business, but if you were a dick to me, I remember you being I remember a dick you. to me. Exactly. So, okay, you need me now. That's cool. When you charge triple, <laughs> but the people—no, but, pe- but the people who were with me from day one—I'm right. with them forever. Like the there's a there's a blog you probably know because you, you you know the food scene. Uh, I'm Namct. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Dan and Christian and I did not even have a podcast yet. Like I had the idea for a podcast. And I had a little bit of a structure of what I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. I didn't know them from Adam. And I reached out to them, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing a project in Connecticut and I want to sit down and talk about maybe you guys getting involved cuz I had this idea we didn't end up doing it and maybe they can come on once a month and do like a little food segment with me or I don't right. know I didn't, I had literally had nothing right they sat down with me and they had a big audience their audience is really huge they're really respected in the food community mm. and I'm like you know the marketing side of me would be like, it's, it would be great to get tied in with them because right. then people might know what I am. Right. But the other side of me is like, I don't have a project yet. Right. Like, how am I going to sit down with them and be like, this is what I want to do. By the way, I've never recorded a podcast before. Right. Right. Um, And, you know, I, I can't promise anything, but hey, work with me. But they sat there and we didn't end up doing the, the thing I initially thought, but they listened to me and they supported everything I did from episode one. Wow. And now, like I bumped into Christian at like a bar a week or two ago and- you know, even she said like it's cool to see where you are now. And I mean, to me, it's like you were with me from day one. Right. So I don't give a shit if anyone else comes on the bandwagon now, right. I will be team Omnom C T for life Oil because team. that's what you know, I remember that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's crazy.
1: I mean, what brought you to podcasting at first? I was Dude, a fan. Was like, I was a
3: fan, man. I was a fan of podcasting Like WTF I loved The Joe Rogan experience I loved Right um, I meaning mean to listen to that I never listened to it Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana Right And uh, you know I always loved podcasting You podcasts him on and, as a guest Right Yeah I'm buddies with him I've, I've, I've been doing his Merchandise website For like eight, wow. Five years Yeah Wow yeah, he's he's good. He called his good people, yeah. You
1: also had the guy
3: who does the voice of Lionel. Lionel! Yeah. Oh my god. He lives in Stanford. Really? Yeah, he lives yeah. In Stanford. So I did I uh, never knew that. I, did, I didn't know what it is, I listened what? <laughs> I I didn't
1: worked, get to What? I didn't get to listen to the no. episode. Oh I do also. work. Oh,
3: it's it's well I'm telling you, like when I listen to the episode, it's creepy because it's like I'm talking to Lionel. Like it's <laughs> his voice. <laughs> he does that. He does <laughs> it in L. Uh, he does it <laughs> I, I
0: heard it. I was like, holy
3: <laughs> shit. You know what it is? <laughs> is it's um so Larry Kenny, Thundercats uh, I do work with Connecticut Comic Con Right And That too, What the fuck? This is all over the place God damn Connecticut Comic Con I do work with Connecticut Comic Con And uh, I was doing Their panels last summer really? And one of the panels I had was Larry Kenny From Thundercats Wow And I'm like Okay cool but this is where this is this is like another you ask for like advice this is like another don't be afraid like worst, someone's gonna say is no it's like listen I will go up to the hottest chick in a bar when I was single and be like hey you're gonna say no to me But that's cool. Exactly I'm going to get to the Ken plate and I'm going to take a swing. I asked him on Twitter
0: because I, I was talking to him. I was like, yo, we met Ken at, at, at Sono. Do you think he'll be down for interviews? Like, I don't know. Ask him. Like, hey, okay. know I, I said, I don't know if he's probably... Yeah, I, like I, said, I, don't I don't know. know. Like, like Ken's <laughs> don't like 90-something <laughs> episodes <laughs> where I don't know. Right, because so I, I felt like... like-
1: we're like five episodes. Yeah, we're like, man, like, like five know, episodes. Man. I don't know. How so
0: we- I hit him on Twitter and <laughs> yo, immediately he said, sure. I was like, holy shit! I <laughs> was it's my like, birthday. <laughs> what, what's going on?
3: <laughs> but it's like, don't be afraid. It's like it go up. So it don't don't be afraid. Just go up to people and like. Yeah. So I saw Larry. I'm like, hey Larry, I do a podcast. Right. I said, how about you give me your cell phone number and we'll I can get you on the show. He's like, okay. And wow. And that was That's- it. And then yes it was yes like, or no That's all it, it takes oh. And what's the worst He's gonna say Like ah you know I don't really do That kind of stuff Okay Okay cool. bye But like that's I mean like same thing Like even like Aron Sanchez Jerry Springer Like I'm gonna reach out To these big names I'm gonna I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna hassle These big names Right Because the worst You're gonna tell me Is go away yeah, Don't do exactly. that anymore You know but like, you know, and you can't be afraid. Like, people are afraid of everything. I don't get Don't be afraid. Like, right. don't be intimidated by people because they're human beings. Like, don't be intimidated. Like, right. don't be intimidated if you work a regular job. Don't be intimidated by your boss because right. your boss, trust me, he's going home and he's just a normal job. Right, right, he's right. not Fuck someone you. with power over you. Yes. You know, I, you know, I, it's, you, you got to have just, confidence like right. just confidence in yourself it's like i'm gonna go through i'm just gonna do what i want to do i'm gonna say what i want to say i'm gonna right. i'm gonna take a chance on this like don't do be it. afraid to approach like okay this is a fun story so we do uh granite wine and food festival this right. is a big thing we cover it every year right so adam richmond travel channel man versus yeah, food, yeah, yeah. he was on my show i don't know adam richmond i've right. never met him he did a phone interview with me he was really cool super nice but i never met him right. Greenwich wine and food last year Adam Richmond's one of the special guests. Mm. So like he's in there and, you know, he's at the event and I see him and, you know, everyone's like afraid to go up to him. Like he's sitting around like with his, his people. Right. And I'm like, you know, I, so I go to the bathroom. My wife's near, like, they have this, like the water. So my wife's near the water. I'm walking to the bathroom and I walk by Mm. Adam Richmond. I'm like, okay. So I go to the bathroom. I come back. He's still there. And I'm like, okay, I have an in, you've done my show. So right. it's like, okay, cool. So I wait, he finishes the conversation. And I'm like, hey, Adam, what's going on? I'm Ken Tuccio. Uh, you did my show, Welcome to Connecticut. Right. And he goes, oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't know who the hell I am. But he's like, <laughs> but he's like oh, yeah, no, I remember. It's great. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. I said, hey, I'd love to get a photo with you for the website. Uh, do you mind? I said, my, my, uh, me and my wife, I'd love to get a photo for the website. Right. And he goes, oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Sure. I'm like, okay, Come here. And I walk Adam Richmond like, five minutes down the walkway to, like, the water where my wife's sitting. Mm. Like, through the crowd, which he was not very pleased with oh, because, wow. like, you see all these people who, like, like he's, like, they're like, oh, I want to get a photo with Adam Richmond, yeah. So I just walk up to my wife. My wife's paying, like, her mind. She's on her phone. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, more, this is Adam Richmond. And she's like, huh? Huh? Oh, what? And what? What? Like, yeah. what? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get a photo really quick. And, like, his manager's with him. And I just yeah. go to the manager. I'm like, hey, can you take this? And she's like, yeah. Oh okay, okay, so we couldn't do this over there. I'm like, no, my wife is over here. Right. <laughs> you know? But it's one of those like, why be afraid? Why be intent make they're people? Right. And listen, I, I, that's not me trying to be rude to anybody, but it's right. like it's like, hey, I wanted to I want my wife wanted to meet you. Right. You've been my, you've been on my show. Right. Like you could have stopped me when we're walking you through. You kinda owe me this. Right. You're right. It's, not, it's not even like, oh me, it's like you could have stopped me when we're right. going through. It's right. like right. You know, halfway through the walk, you'd be like, listen, man, I'm not. You gotta it. call my wife people. real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This up here oh, like, yeah. I, I,
1: got, I, I got a call <laughs> Yeah I mean you could do that on But a, it's, on, a, on a level playing field Is what I'm getting out of yeah. this. Act
3: as if yeah. that's, the, that's the word Act as if you've been there before right. Like if you like Don't If you go to a fancy restaurant Don't act like the yokel Who's like Oh my god What's this fancy thing on the menu Right, right. Like, get, like pretend you've been there before Know where you are don't Carry yourself like in a certain time, way man, man. <laughs> It's like you know
1: She'll be like Oh what I don't know how to say this Yo come on man. So ha
3: yeah, I mean it's like, and it's just carry yourself in a certain way and be confident in situations. Like, Word, it, you know, man. if if you think if you think that people don't think you belong there, that's because you're making yourself think you don't belong. Facts right. only. Exactly. Just, that's that's the
1: power
0: of the brain, right there. Exactly. <laughs> now you recently hit a hundred episodes in yep. February, right?
3: Yeah, I think it was February, something yeah, like something that. like that.
0: Now, how do you get to 100 episodes without being like discouraged or just, oh, I, I, get I, want, discouraged I want to quit this thing?
3: I get discouraged all the time. I feel like I that with this podcast too, and we 16 in. Okay. Like, How do you
0: get 100 and just feel like, every I got to keep this going?
3: No, don't give yourself an excuse not to do it. And with podcasting, uh, podcasting especially, you have to have it every stay week. Stay consistent. You right. have to stay consistent. Because one of the things I love is my podcast. People tell me every single Thursday, I listen to it. When I'm driving to work, right. or Thursday night, I listen to it when I'm doing cardio yeah. at the gym, right. or whatever. It becomes part of the routine. Right. And the podcasts that are unsuccessful traditionally are the ones that are kind of sporadic. Like today, right. we're out on a Monday, and next week, we're gonna be on a Wednesday, and you don't mm. know when it's coming out. Like certain ones can get away with it. Like Joe Rogan experience can get away with that because mm. right.
4: that's the I way mean, he, has a, he has a
3: massive audience. He has a massive man, audience, and right? so he can yeah. kind of get away with that. But like my show has to be very structured. Um, but I get discouraged all the time, dude. I get depressed all the time. I get discouraged all the time. I get down all the time. How I do doubt myself pull yourself all the time.
1: Out of that, though.
3: It's tough. Um, You know, I'm someone who... Things always have to be moving for me. Right. So I find myself getting depressed a lot when... I'm in like those holding patterns right. where like, okay, you know, I'm not getting any really super exciting guests on and mm. the ones I'm trying to get right now, it's not really going anywhere right, right. and I don't have a big event coming up and, right. you know, I have a big event in two months, but right now there's nothing to do. And right now I feel like I'm just stagnant. Right. You know, it's just kind of getting through it. I find talking to people helps. Right. And talking right. to people helps, um, you know. You know, having a chat with people and just letting them know. Like, I'm a big advocate for therapy. Like, right. go see a therapist. I see a therapist. I see a therapist just weekly. Recently looked into that. Actually. I see that like, people have such a. I see a therapist weekly. <laughs>
0: like, I like I recently looked into like seeing a therapist. Like, I need to talk to somebody that
3: I don't know. That I could just it's the people unleash I, on. I hate the fact. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that. Therapy has such a stigma to it yeah. Like you immediately think Because you feel like you're crazy yeah, I, have right. never, I have never It is a bad stigma I have never been diagnosed for depression I've never been diagnosed for anxiety I've never been diagnosed for anything so, so no, 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 no,
2: no, no I'm sorry <laughs> okay. On the way here We had an actual conversation He asked me He asked me um,
3: Because as you see She's doodling, right? So
0: It's oftentimes <laughs> when we're here She'll be like We'll have like we had a guest uh, last week, and she was just off in the corner, just doodling. I was like, "Nikki, are you bored, or do you have just massive ADD?" <laughs> She's like, "No, you know, when when it strikes me, I just gotta write. You it know, it's, it's, it's not that I'm bored; it's just that you know that's how my mind works."
2: And then I said, "You know, if my, if I continue to go to the doctor and speak to the people who." with my if my mom continues to bring me to the doctor they probably would have diagnosed me with you know ADD or like oh, some type goodness. of attention disorder depression whatever because naturally this is what I do it's not that I'm bored there's no time to be bored yeah. i like to keep moving like i am one of those people my hands have to move so gotcha. it's you know i personally i'm i'm I love therapy. There's therapies in everything. This is a therapy. Speaking is a therapy. It's one of those
3: things. There's such a stigma to it. And I'm not going to lie. I fought it for a little bit. Like my wife was like, you should just, why don't you go try to talk to somebody? And I always Mm -hmm. thought about it. Uh, I've never been diagnosed with depression, never been diagnosed with anxiety. I don't have any conditions or anything. Mm -hmm. I literally just love having someone that I see weekly right. that I can talk to mm-hmm. and like just talk about things because I've realized things about myself and the way I carry myself mm-hmm. and the way that I interact with people that I didn't realize and I realized this and this is like the magic of therapy. She notices things about me right. and she'll like ask me questions that don't register. I'm not a guy it doesn't register with me immediately. Right. Like, But I, it'll register with me like a week later. I'm like, oh, wow, well, I was kind of dick. Mm-hmm. And like, wow. you know, or like, you know, I understand how I why I did this now. And like, I understand. And I've found that since I've been doing therapy and I've been doing it, it's gonna be like a year probably in like June, July or right. August. but like since I've been doing it, I've changed the way I interact with people. I've changed the way that I carry myself. I've changed the way that I look at things. And I still have times where it's down, but so many people are like afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And like I'm completely open with it. I have no problem. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's Always. like I, I it, it's it's so valid. It's mm-hmm. like something that's extremely extremely helpful for me. Like I love I look forward to doing it every week because mm-hmm. some there's some weeks where literally we have nothing to talk about. Like do you and, sit on the couch and just sit back like, you know, this is what happened <laughs> this week, you know. Honestly, it com- the conversation with her starts every week with how you doing. How and you doing? and sometimes I'll That's and sometimes funny. and sometimes I'll say, "Well, you know my wife, she cooked my eggs over o- easy, and I like them scrambled. so you know. <laughs> sometimes honestly, sometimes, like the sometimes concerns are, you know, sometimes concerns are very valid. Like, I mean, my, one of my biggest mental tendencies is I'm an overthinker. right. Like yeah, an, oh, over-thinker. an overthinker. I'm <laughs> yeah, an overthinker. oh God. I'm an overthinker. I'm a catastrophic thinker, meaning yeah. that, like, you know, like funny, funny example is like, I remember my wife a couple weeks back went out with a couple friends and mm. she said, oh, I'm going to be home at like midnight. And, you know, her, I tried texting her. She didn't get back. It ended up being like 1 a.m. Now the way most normal people, who the dick are you saying? <laughs> th- <laughs> yeah, okay. But the way most normal people think is like, okay, she's probably running late. It's my yeah. wife. You know, I trust her. It's yeah. fine. My thought was like, Motherfucker okay. <laughs> Where is she Did she get into a car accident Who's dick are you driving <laughs> his car with did she, did she get into a car accident Did someone kidnap her What's going on and It's stupid catastrophic yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever right. But that's like one of those things But like So sometimes I'll have serious conversations With the therapist And I'll be like You know this is the way I think And she'll give me like some ideas Like well okay Why do you think this way Why is this an illogical way to think And I use those things And like Like I'm the guy Who when I was in high school Or high school and college Like WebMD was the worst Fucking oh thing to happen god. to me Oh my god You I would, have, like, I would have, like, a pimple on my arm or something, right. and I'd cancer. be like, oh, holy shit, it's cancer. I'm done. This is it. Like, you know, it was, you know, it was horrible. Like, oh, and, but, like, and But, like, she's helped me with that kind of thing, where when I have those days where I'm, like, I'm overthinking things and I have catastrophic thoughts and right. I'm thinking, like, the world's falling apart, right. helps me out through it. And it just, it's it's not, like, you don't have to, you're not, if you go and you talk to someone you're seeing a therapist, you're not mental. No. Like, you're not crazy. It's just, it's honestly, like, Think of it like I tell people this all the time because I have some buddies who are like, I don't, I don't need a therapist. Like, no, no, no. So we maybe you do. Maybe you do. But what do you think it is when you're like having a bad day and you're like, I got to go talk to my buddy and go to the bar and grab a drink. That's right. therapy. That's that's therapy. therapy yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. To
1: about it, it's the truth. It's the you get to same
2: thing. And you that's, get to communicate and get off your chest. That's it. You can release what's Me and up them inside. Days. <laughs>
0: yep. Everyone has Trail, those days. Everybody's like, yeah, what you doing? I need a drink. i cool. I'll be home in a little bit. Let's everyone go. has everyone has those days.
3: Everyone has those days, and everyone has those friends you call. But it's one of those things where it's helpful. Like I'm the kind of person I'm good when I talk things out. Right. Like I, I sit there and I just stew in it. I'm horrible. Whether it's like a business thing or a worry thing I or like wish. a personal life thing, <laughs> and it like helps. It's like it's like basically it's a weekly it's a weekly chat session, oh, and it's like man. I'm never I'm I'm not sitting there and saying anything that's like life threatening. Like I'm probably I tell her all the time I'm probably your easiest client. Right. Like you know, because right not I, there's like nothing here. like I'm not climbing. You know, I'm not climbing to the top of buildings, threatening to jump off. Right, like right. I'm not doing anything that's like red flags where you have to really like concern yourself with seeing me. Right. Me, it's just like you know, help me navigate what I'm doing. And when I have different business ventures, and I talk about how I'm nervous about them, or if I have different business ventures that I maybe I'm excited about, right. or like you know the way I think I'm perceived sometimes, or things along those lines, it's mm-hmm. just there. It's someone to talk to. It's yeah, beneficial. Somebody to
2: put things into perspective. That's all like it you. is. Perspective.
3: Perspective. Yeah.
0: Wow. Now. On your show, you interview a lot of breweries, right? Yeah. What's the What's the fascination with beer? Like, did it start in college? Did it start before
3: college? Maybe. You know? Um, I was not a big drinker in college. Like, really? I, I drank in college. Uh, I drank in college, and then I probably had a two year period out of college where I didn't drink at all. Really, did not drink at all, and then I just started drinking a little bit more, and uh, you know, drinking socially and stuff. Mm. Um, I, I just love not. I mean, I've I've been a fascinated with the beer world for. God, since probably like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. Have you just, ever stu- there, was a, there was a movie, it's a documentary, it's called American Beer. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, I, I want to say it was like 2006, 2007 it came out. And I remember I got it from Netflix and it's a documentary about these two guys who both quit their jobs and they quit their jobs and they just decided to take a road trip. They rented like a Winnebago or something. They traveled across the country and did a different brewery in every state. Right. And it was a cool documentary, but that documentary made me really interested in beer. Right. So because of that, like I was a guy who always like drank Corona you know, right, or right. like, you know, Bud Light or Heim- what, or Heim- you know, <laughs> yeah, or whatever was on sale at the package store. Right, exactly. But that made me more interested in going and, you know, let me try new beers. Let me try different things. So that sparked my interest. And then when it started popping up in Connecticut, mm. of course I'm going to be interested in Connecticut yeah, yeah, beer. Yeah. So when I started my show, when I started my show, I was like, I want to start off. Like my first episode was a brewery. It was Charter Oak Brewing. Because okay. I'm like, I wanted to be something that I'm comfortable talking about, something I'm interested in. Right. And then it just blew up from there because I, I found in doing it, I have a lot of breweries on because I like talking to them, mm. but it was also something that the beer community liked because here's an outlet of brewers talking in a manner they don't normally talk, mm, right. you know, about something that a lot of people are interested in. Right. So, I mean, yeah, but it all started with a documentary. That documentary made me like just get really interested in the different micro breweries across the country and mm. then obviously carries over to Connecticut. And I'm very, I'm in, I'm in heaven now because like I walk in any brewery in the state and I know these guys and like they're yeah, cool yeah. guys <laughs> and like you know some like good friends of mine now so like my my wife and I got to dinner with some of them like like housewarming parties things like that they're and they're yeah. cool people and the thing that's the thing i love most about the, the cool shit
2: do you have a favorite
3: favorite brewery i know sleep have Kinetic. a blast
0: <laughs> yes yeah, sleep is uh you know there's yeah. different He's a big fan of you by the way oh, oh, oh. my friend joe okay He's a big fan. He's been listening since. I guess. I guess you had another show called like the Talking Shop or something like that.
3: Oh, oh, oh he's the wrestling. Yeah, I know him. He comes yeah. to my. He comes to my events. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. He's a I, big fan of yours Yeah, that was like, Oh wow. We did. We did like seven episodes of that, and then we just because that was that was a weird situation. That was a weird podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we did a, when I when I worked in wrestling, we did a we did a wrestling related podcast for them. Mm. Okay. Wow.
1: Oh, what I wanted to ask was,
3: Wait, have you ever thought
2: of... You
1: up- my question. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I didn't oh, your favorite. My favorite brewery... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. not being- <laughs> I'm not being <laughs> um
3: I like different breweries for different reasons. So that's the thing. Like, my favorite beer in the state, and I say this... I've said this multiple times in my show. I love Bright Ale from Half Full. Okay, it's like my it's. I probably have a six pack of Bright Ale in my fridge at all times. Where is that located? It's in Stanford. Okay, it's a really great. We'll have to go grab a beer there one day. It's like it's great. It's fucking. Uh-huh. It's yeah. I gotta get it. It's a really laid back. Day. Yeah, me too. It's a really, it's a really laid back brewery. Mm. Um, and Bright Ale is a really drinkable beer. So that's like my favorite. That's my favorite go to beer in the state. But then there's other stuff I enjoy. Like, like if you ask me, like my favorite brewery for like scenery wise, it would be like either Two Roads or Stony Creek. Like Stony Creek right down the street. Right, and they just like. Gorgeous locations Like Two Roads Has this vast area Where you can just hang out Sony Creek is on the water It's gorgeous So like nice. You know Different breweries For different reasons And then ev- Almost every brewery Has a beer or two That I love And like Really enjoy drinking Like most breweries Have like a go-to When I go there I know what I'm gonna drink But yeah. it's tough Like I can't say It's it's like It's like saying Who's your favorite musician Of all time yeah, It's like, yeah. there's, right. like I like different musicians For different reasons right. my, my favorite My favorite hip-hop artist Is different from my favorite You know Jam band artists, It's like right. It's different things What
1: is your favorite hip hop Yeah I was like Do, do
3: you have a favorite <laughs> My favorite I, I like old school hip hop Like I grew up with With DJ yeah, excuse me DJ DJ Def and the Fresh Prince Hanging a poster okay. on my wall man Oh, Holy right. shit And like, I tried I tried right? yeah. I tried to, I tried to you know, Dude no Number one My favorite My favorite Fresh Prince song Is I think I could beat Mike Tyson which no, yeah. no, oh, one, yeah. no one ever talks about But the riff yo, in can't that Can't down With the get down the, uh, <laughs> But I tried to, I tried to convince my wife When you have like the You know you have the walkout music Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to walk out To summertime Oh and, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah That got shot down pretty quick But No I mean like I like, Oh at
2: your wedding? Yeah
3: my <laughs> wedding <laughs> <laughs> We got married in August Summer, It was a summertime Right yeah.
1: yeah It only makes sense <laughs> It
3: only makes sense um, But yeah no like Come I, on I, Mr. Too. I got into I'm it more. I got into different stuff Like when I was uh, I, Naughty by Nature I liked a lot as a kid right. DJ DJ Jeff and the Fresh Prince And then when I was in high school I loved Bone Thugs I loved uh, The Lost Boys Wow
1: yeah, yeah. The Lost Boys yeah. I think about that one For a yeah. second Oh man The Lost
3: Boys wow. And then I kind of fell yeah. out of it When I was in college I got really more into Like jam band music Right Like folk music And like jam band music um, But my music taste man If you went through My Spotify playlist It's all it's, over It's all over the place <laughs> It's freaking ridiculous re- I go from like I have no apologies for this. I got like Miley Cyrus in my playlist, oh, and then you wow. go all the way to like Fish I and mean, the Grateful Dead. She, she
0: jam. has a couple of songs that I might jam to. Oh it. yes, like, okay. I don't.
3: I don't have like respectable Miley Cyrus. I have like Miley Cyrus songs from like Hannah Montana in my playlist, oh, shit. which like, is not you know. Wrecking listen,
0: Ball is my joint. Listen, I no one's.
3: You, you can you can throw the top down in a car and drive to like we can't stop, and no one will question you. You start driving to like <laughs> party in the USA, everyone looks at you differently. I mean, what the f- Ken Let's talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, when I was in college, I fell in love with Black Sabbath for some reason. It it was really it was the weirdest shit. (laughs) People used to be like, "Wait, what?"
3: Yeah, no, you're black, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, different kind of man. I jump all over the place. I listen to everything. It depends on my mood too, man. There's some there's some days I just want to freaking chill out. To like like the other night, I was sitting up and I was just in like a jam band mood. So I literally just went through Spotify and it was like. Okay, I'm Spotify listening to, I listen is. I mean I have a Dave Matthews tattoo. I was yeah. listening to like Dave, I was listening to The McLovin's. It's is a great Connecticut band. Right. Like I love them and I just spent like an entire 2-hour period listening to jam band music and then the next morning I woke up and I think I was listening to electronica. Oh, because man. I was just in an electronica <laughs> mood. So Wall it's like I'm all over the place. The <laughs> it's yeah. You know, so you bounce around. I don't like but that's one of those things too like we were talking about earlier. I don't like being sheltered. Right. I don't want to be the guy who's like, "Oh, I'm just a rock fan." Right. Like well, no, I like everything. I want to be able to, you know, I want to be able to name like, you know, my top five Naughty by Nature songs, and also be able to name, you know, my favorite Dave Matthews Band concert from his tour last summer. Right. Like, I want to be able to talk about everything. Like, I had a guy, one of my teachers in high school, had a comment that stuck with me, and he said a truly educated person could have an intelligent conversation about everything.
2: That's about right. Everything.
3: And it's like I, I, that's what I always do. Put me in I any like situation, I'll have a conversation. I like Kintucci. And
2: music is also is, is it's definitely universal. Movie. Like, it definitely <laughs> goes with your moods and everybody's mood. Mm-hmm. You know, it fluctuates. So you. I
3: have my, I have know. I have my Adele days, and then right. I have like my uh, and then I have like my you know my fish days my right. party days and like my my Fresh Prince days all right. those
2: <laughs> I have those I have those moments like <laughs> morning got those got a uh, Little Wayne morning Listen to a, tank Wayne. a tank Lil Wayne evening <laughs> uh-huh. exactly oh, facts facts only.
3: Now, what's your favorite beer just in general Bright Cheek ale, the half full bright ale. Okay, half full bright ale. It's my goat. I have a six pack of that in my fridge at all times. It's the most drinkable beer, it's one of the most drinkable beers I believe in Connecticut. And it's just a good beer. Okay. I, I like. Yeah, I, I like. i pulling
1: some new beer because I'm tired. Heineken, I'm tired of, tired of Corona. Yeah, hey, 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 not hey! Not don't you be
3: disrespectful to <laughs> the Heine. <laughs> okay. <You> know, <laughs> I drink you know. anything. I, I don't like those. Like I love craft beer, but I'm I hate those pretentious people who are like. I'm not going to drink, like, I'm not going to drink Pabst or I'm not going to drink Sam Adams. Like, screw that. Like, I could be, if if you invited me to my to your house and right. you throw me a Coors Light and you throw some burgers on the grill, I'm happy as a fucking <laughs> clown. It, yeah. Like, give me yeah. a break. Don't, I mean, it's just, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I, like, last week I bought Landshark. Right. Like it's like That's not a fancy beer By yeah. the leap of the imagination Some of my Some of my favorite Most favorite memories Are like You know Sitting up with buddies Drinking Red Dog And you know Like mm. crappy stuff It's like I'll drink anything It's like I, I mean I don't like those There's a lot of people In the beer community who kind of like stick their nose up at things that are on the shelf or things that are macro labels? Can only and it's like I, I mean, I don't see the point in that. Like I don't, like I'm not judging you for what you drink. It's mm-hmm. Like that's All the, the here, stupidest.
0: The stupidest like, is the and I also, spot.
3: Like, I also don't think I'm impressing anybody. Like I'm, if I was like single, I'm not going to be sitting in a bar and a chick's going to look at me and be like, oh my god, he's drinking ginger <laughs> Oh, I'm going to fuck
2: him. That's, 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 <laughs> those are top, those are top shelf schnapps over there.
0: I'm going to eat that. He's going to get it. You see that red dog in his hand? Like I, I,
3: like, I, I knew a guy years ago and this guy uh he owned a construction company or something that got bought out by a bigger company so this guy went from making like maybe 50 grand a year just working like regular construction jobs. Suddenly he was worth like seven figures like overnight. Like he sold the company. It was like good for him. I was really happy for him. But you could tell that he was always trying to do things that would like, they were like the stereotypical rich person things. And he was like, he's like, he's like, he would go out and he would buy like, like a fancy watch because he thought the fancy watch would impress people. I remember I went to dinner with him and like, he looked at the wine list, and he, here's like for I'm not sure if you're a wine drinker. I want at this all. half. I, I drink Which a little one? wine. Okay, well, like wine, I love wine, and like, but the thing with wine is like there are really good bottles of like ten dollars. Right. Like right. you don't need to spend a lot we of money. You have the Pinot Grigio. Wine. It's such a <laughs> it's such a pre, it's such a preconceived notion that like good wine is expensive wine. And I remember I went to dinner with this guy, and I, this is I'm not making I'm not making this up at all. This is 100 percent legit. He ordered for the dinner a steak and a lobster. Ooh. like Which is like, okay, Mr. Burns. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then he uh, he orders a steak and a lobster and then he gets the wine list and he orders like the most expensive, the most expensive bottle. This is true. how expensive the bottle is. The manager came over and was like, before we open this, Can you, you pay for sure? this? He pa- he, yeah. <laughs> they are like, are you sure you want this? He's like, yep, absolutely. And he goes, this wow. is the price. Did you see? And he had to like sign something saying, I know the price. I'm buying this wine. Wow. And then he bought the wine. And, and he didn't he, even had, like it. I don't even I mean I don't even remember it, To be honest with you But uh, it's like Fuck it But it was like It was one of those things Money like, to burn I, I don't like the people Where it's like You're not impressing anybody Like it's like you think, What do you think You're impressing the waitress The waitress isn't like Oh my god Well look at that oh No the god,
2: waitress is like You better give me a tip Yeah <laughs> it's,
4: it's
3: like <laughs> <laughs> Like I like nice things But I also like casual things It's right. like you know I, I mean I mean, like, I, don't get me wrong. I like having nice suits. I like having nice watches. But I right. also, I mean, I, I showed up in a t-shirt that was free today. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, give right. g- me, g- me a break. I'm not, it's just, you can be both things. You don't need to be like, you know, and that's that's one of the reasons, like, I one of the cool things about the state is you have like the, you have the, you could be like the super fancy yacht club people in Greenwich. Right. And then you can be like the people I grew up with in the Valley. Exactly. And people I grew up with in the Valley are like, salt-of-the-earth people, good people, and it's like they're just meat and potatoes. That's what it is, and that's not an insult. They're meat and potatoes. That's the value. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know, all over the place. Don't be be, be multiple Simple things. Life. Don't be one thing, yeah.
0: Now, you record at your home in Norwalk, right? The home office, yeah. The home office. Now, who was your favorite guest by far?
3: Chef Plum. Chef Plum. Chef Plum, because he's a buddy of mine. That was one of the first... Uh, that was I, got, I met Chef Plum. He invited me to a dinner. He's a great chef. He mm-hmm. does... Uh, he does a series of pop-up restaurants called Dinner Underground. He invited myself to uh, myself and my wife to one of his pop-ups, mm. and I invited him on the show, and him and I just hit it off immediately. Like, immediately, we just started, like... We, it was just exactly what I wanted the show to be, which was mm-hmm. just like an unfiltered, casual conversation. And I've had so many people compliment that episode because they say like it was like I was just sitting in a room and two people were talking, right, right. and that's what I wanted the show to be. And him and I, he's one of my best friends now. He came on for the hundredth episode, mm-hmm. um, but that first episode with him, I always turn to. That's like that's like my all time favorite. Okay, how about your worst? Oh no, who? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've only I'm not going to name who, but I've had only mm. three interviews that. I could not post because they were just off. Really? Yes. What? what
2: did you do in replacement?
3: I I always record. See, I'm I'm am You guys, you guys like obviously record this, and you guys just go, and that's the yeah, show, yeah. which is awesome. Dang, it is I, what it is. I record. I record. That's the style. That's cool. That's Dude. that's a style of podcasting. Mm. I record interviews, so I always try to have four interviews in the can at any given time. So I have a month. To, I have a month of things and you know so when i have a bad one if i was prepping on that one being on the show the next week i'll just usually swap it out with something else Mm. um you know once again my overthinking and always being prepared for like worst case scenario stuff it's like in the worst case scenario this interview sucked i got a backup um I have had a couple of those but i've gotten very good i think since i've been doing it at being able to pull a conversation along right so like if if someone's not giving me much trying to figure out a way like you want to you want an example of that listen to the one i did i had senator richard blumenthal on the show Wow. Like, and you want to, you want something where I couldn't pull a lot out of someone. He had no idea what a podcast was. I was the first podcast he ever did. Wow. And like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, he was, he was super nice to me, super friendly. Like, I actually enjoy, I really enjoyed hanging out with him. But you could tell if you listen to the interview, he wasn't giving me much. Like, right. he didn't understand that it was like, you know, that this is like a conversation. It's right. like you and I talking. Let's just go back and forth. Right. Right. He was treating it like a CNN interview, which is like you know, tell me about this bill. And he gives his answer and then question two. Like, I remember I asked him, like I asked him, he went to school, he went to college with Bill and Hillary Clinton. So like, I want to have fun. Let's talk Bill Clinton college stories. That sounds like fun. (laughs) So I make so I make a comment. I made a question on the show. I'm like, Hey, you went to college with Bill and Hillary Clinton. Like, you know, is it cool for you looking at who they are now? And like thinking back on what it was like going to school with them. And he just kinda of gave like some I support them in their campaigns. Oh, real political and, yeah, like yeah, And just, it was like and it's listen, that's fine. That's that's a style of interview, but that's not my show. Right. But the the reason I'm kinda of going around about here, but I mean what made what made me really happy about that is two years ago I, that would have just fallen in the water. But I was able to pull at least like 15, 20 minutes out of it right. and make it usable. And, make it, and for me, that was a win. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay, I'm glad I did that. Okay. And plus, it was really cool to be like um, yeah. a senator on the show. Right. Like that's a legit, that makes me feel legit. It's like, right, okay, right. I did this where like this guy legitimately had his press people put this in the schedule. Right. You know, Man.
2: it's cool. Awesome. Wow.
3: Right. Any more questions? Um, no, nah,
2: we good. What's next I, for you?
3: What's next, oh, right? yeah.
2: I have no idea. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I mean, I never know what's next. I mean, right. if you... Yeah, I mean, it's got the event going on in July. Oh, oh I got something to plug. I mean, yeah, we yeah, have. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, July twenty third is the next Connecticut Blind Bureau. Which we already announced that. I have other events that are coming up throughout the summer that we haven't announced yet. But this summer is filled with like Welcome to Connecticut events. Mm-hmm. So uh, welcomect.com dot is the website. So and follow me on, and on Twitter, I do all the announcements for stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, this summer there are a lot of live events, a lot of cool stuff going on. So it's, it's going to be cool in that way. But in terms of overall life, I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just I wake up and.
2: Go by yeah. go buy the vibes. Go and see where
3: it is, you know? You know, if you asked me, if you told me seven years ago where I'd be, what I'd be doing today, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... You know,
2: yeah, that frustrates me. What's your five-year plan? What I'm just what trying the to get. I don't, plan. I don't know five-year
3: plan. I don't have a five-minute plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me break. I have a I have a rough outline right, of right, my right. day, which is at some point I want to get coffee. <laughs> right. Hey, look, it's nice. I'm going to go for a run at the beach. It's right. Like, ah, trust right. me, it's not. I have you know. ideals. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with, with superstructure. Is if you're super structured and you want things to be a certain way, you're going to get thrown off your game if they don't go that way. Right. The disappointment. If you have a rough idea and you're like, this is the way I want it to go. You just maneuver around Like it's like Going out for drinks like you Tell your buddies Like hey you know what Let's go out for One or two drinks At happy hour And it turns into being Like a seven hour Endeavor Right Whatever cool Just go with the flow And see what happens Right Alright right, right. Right, last
0: question I got before we get Into our Listener questions Favorite wrestler of All time
3: Shawn Michaels my first, I've already, have already, I've, I've already I've, oh my God. I've already convinced my wife. If I ever have a kid, my first kid is named Sean Michael Tucci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kid you not. I'd be
0: the illest.
1: Not Undertaker though.
3: No, I never liked the gothic gimmicks. Never got into cho- them. Like Undertaker, man. the brood. I was always a Stone Cold. Never. I never liked the dark stuff. I never liked like the gothic, dark oh, vampire man. kind of stuff. my dude forever. No, Sean Michaels, Because I like Sean Michaels since he was the rockers. Is it because like, he's the rock?
2: Yeah, it's only because I,
0: don't <laughs> <laughs> I Stone Cold. I always like Stone Cold. It was The Undertaker until Stone Cold came. He's just badass, drinking beer just because Stone Cold says so it. He going to fuck, I've <laughs> always hated Stone Cold, but Oh, my
1: God. God. Yo, I like be the only next one. Next week, he going to be on the podcast.
0: Is he 316? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Austin 316. Austin, Austin 316. Stone Cold. Don't get biblical on me. Stop. I'm not at all. I okay. just wanted
2: to know because that that's the only other, you know...
0: WWE, like I got you. Uh, All I right. Right. let's get to these questions. Alright, so listen to questions, right? So we're gonna start with would you rather, right? So would you rather a kick from David Beckham or a punch in the face from Mike Tyson? Punch in the face from Mike
3: Tyson. Punch in the, Mike punch, in the Mike
2: punch in the
0: face from Mike Tyson. Or a what was the a kick from David Beckham or a punch in the face from Mike Tyson?
2: Okay, can we preface this for a second though?
3: Yeah. Are we talking about like 2016 Mike Tyson? Are we talking about like Mike Tyson? <laughs> We're talking,
0: talking Mr. about in Douglas? his prime first round knockout, Mike Tyson. And um, it don't
1: necessarily say where we get kicked at though. Right? I could
0: say you can get kicked in a groin by uh, David Beckham nah. or punched
1: in the face by Mike
0: Tyson. Nah, I'll punch I, in the face I'm by Mike a, I'm coach. gonna get punched in the face. Yeah, I'll take that punch in the face in a
1: second. Now, if, if David Beckham gonna kick me in my big toe or something, then he could do it. That. Nah, cool. My
0: little man ain't do nothing to nobody. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do that. To him. Um,
2: (laughs) would you rather (laughs) disrespect yourself?
0: You know what, Nikki? I ain't fucking with you. (laughs) I can't fuck with Nikki. (laughs) Would you rather have your parents or your spouse read your text messages or see your search history? Whoa,
2: let's slow down a little bit. Because you said
0: parents or spouse. My parents, parents or spouse. It's like two completely different things. Um Would you rather your spouse See your search history Or text messages Oh yeah She can see my text messages Yeah she can see all text day.
3: messages yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't have sure. a
2: spouse If you had
0: one Would you rather You
2: can see- search everything baby I don't
1: give a shit Sure yeah. my wife don't want to see That big booty porn i have be
0: searching <laughs> 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 Yeah you could definitely See that search history don't text messages just be I'll be having some people Send me some shit <laughs>
2: I'll say okay. Let me let me say. I'll, let me change my mind. I'll definitely do a search history. You can check for the search. My, my
3: wife would be horribly bored with both. Both. <laughs> like, Honestly, good. like she she can go digging and like she'd look at my text history and see me like texting like really funny pictures to like my buddies, and then like easy, you know, easy, go through easy. my search history and see that I, I spent, don't like,
1: even really text anybody like that. Exactly. Like you, the, the most you are gonna get out of my text messages is yo. What you doing tonight? Exactly.
3: <laughs> <And> <laughs> she'd go on my search history and see that I spent like. Three hours reading the drudge report. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, would you rather live somewhere where it's twenty degrees and below, or ninety degrees and above? 90 degrees 90 above.
3: and above. You could take Definitely off. 90. So basically, it's like living in Alaska
0: or Africa. I'm going Africa. I'm going with, I'm going with Africa because
2: <laughs> it's better to it's better to take off layers and then like like drown your nah,
0: body. No, but in. it's like when you're hot, it's easy to get overheated. I mean, when you when you're cold, it's easy to get warm. But when you're hot, it's it's hard to get cold. Type of thing. Like it's hard to find an air conditioner. Like- Live
2: in meaning having to endure. Yeah, basically. Like hot weather outside and the air conditioner. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Outside. yeah. Um, would you rather give up your favorite food or your favorite hobby?
2: What the fuck? Would
0: you rather not eat your favorite what? food for the rest of your life or give up your favorite hobby for the rest up of your up my life? favorite uh, favorite food?
3: Yeah, I'd give up. I'd give up. I think I'd give up my favorite. My favorite food,
2: probably. I plead the fifth because both are my life.
0: No, no, no! You gotta pick one. You can't do this.
3: Oh, uh, I'll go after
0: you. <laughs> my favorite foods is all unhealthy shit, so I'll, I would wear. Well, here's the
3: up. thing: you gotta, like, look at the numbers. Okay, there's multiple types of food I like, so if I get rid of my favorite, there's gonna be well, something else fa- I like. No, right?
0: you can like it, but your favorite, the one that's like, the one. Oh okay, God, my
3: I can... one go-to, like, yeah, okay, I'll get rid of that because there's still 50 other things I like. Right, right. You know, so but my favorite hobby, like. That's, that's something I like love. That's yeah, what yeah. I that's what, that's yeah. what <laughs> drives
0: me. Yeah, I so might, I
2: might,
3: I, I might have to I give her food. food. Yeah, I might have to give her food.
2: Because then I can get, a, I can get reacquaint I can get acquainted with something
0: new. Exactly. Yeah. Um, would you rather live in the real version of The Walking Dead or Jurassic Park?
2: Shit.
0: I'm going with Walking Dead because I'm not getting bit. <laughs> yo, the I people know. in
2: the Walking Dead don't get bit, and they it,
0: when they die, they still turn to zombies. Like, listen, listen.
2: You would rather be a zombie or die, or get eaten by a T-Rex or a raptor or some shit.
1: You can't outrun no T-Rex or a raptor, and a lot of them. Zo- yo, the zombies I could get out of. You sure? I'm,
0: I'm if sure you, If you run Yo, you ain't my show
1: my nigga. Listen, I'm sure Give me a couple of swords A couple of guns I'm blasted shit yeah, You at. always run out of bullets I, I need a sword I need a machete I need an axe I need something Hey, I'm a quiet person On the low So, you know what <laughs> they, ain't gonna, they ain't gonna hear me
0: <laughs> What about you, Ken?
3: Uh I- I'd pick The Walking Dead. I'm a gigantic Jurassic Park fan. Like, my wife actually walked down to the Jurassic Park theme at our wedding. Really? We had, we had, the, we had an acoustic musician, mm. and, like, we found, like, the acoustic version of Jurassic Park. We had her walk down. I have a dinosaur on my arm from the wedding. What? Wow. And like, like Jurassic, like, I we love, love, love Jurassic Park, but I would do The Walking Dead just because you can get away with more shit. It seems like. Right. I'll yeah, like, definitely like, be like cutting heads off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather find the cure for cancer or the cure for AIDS? Cancer.
3: Can't Definitely cancer. cancer. That is a like horrible. Cancer. Would you rather? Yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just read what you people saying you can make life choices. To yeah, not get AIDS. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah. You could just not fuck or yeah, just right. put on a condom. Exactly. <laughs> um, would you rather be poor, working at a job you love, or be rich, working at a job you hate?
3: Poor job you love.
2: Poor and job you
0: love.
3: X. You got like eight kids. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's hard, man, because I like money, but I, like, I you know, hate—oh, man.
0: I'd rather be rich at a job I hate. Like, I I, I might hate—I might walk in that bitch every day and just be like, I hate that's bad energy, every one of you motherfuckers, but as long as there's food on my table, my kids got clothes on their back, they going to the best schools. I think I'm going I'm to I'm I'll go with that. take that—I'll sa- sacrifice my happiness for them. Right. I'm with it. I'm with that
1: one.
2: But well, who said that your kids won't be happy if you were poor?
0: If I'm miserable at my job I and mean, I just come home every day and I take my frustration out on them because I hate my job, but they just have all the latest shit, like Christmas is the bomb. That's type material shit. stuff though. Hey, Yo. if they, if they get the daddy, I want this, okay, you can have it, type of thing. Or, you know, we get to go here to eat or whatever. Money makes the world go around. I I sacrifice my happiness just for them to be okay. Or, um, let's see. Would you rather have one wish granted today or three wishes granted five years from now?
3: I'll take one wish today.
0: Yeah, I'm taking one wish today. One wish... Yeah, one wish today All I need is one wish <laughs> Don't fucking rage on me <laughs>
2: I wish for more wishes
0: <laughs> uh, Would you rather live in your car for a year Or be in jail for a year? My car Listen, come on man. Three hots in a cot. That's a Nah, I'm not going
2: to <laughs> no, jail for nobody hell, I'm living no. in my car Turnbow. Living right in my, my car
1: My leather seat's comfortable <laughs> We going for
2: rides This is a mobile <laughs> <Right>. house <laughs> We go wherever we want to go <laughs>
3: Ah, uh, man! Ken, what about car, a car all day long. Car, car all day long. <laughs> all day. I would be, I would be someone's woman in prison really quickly. <laughs> <You gotta
0: die. laughs> I'm, I'm to gonna be go. dead. Man, man not- rape is not funny, but <laughs> yeah, it is just funny. In my cell, I won't get out.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: would you rather have your flight delayed eight hours or lose your luggage?
2: Flight, you delayed?
0: My flight, flight delayed. delayed all day flight long. Delayed. Yeah, flight delay. I had to pick that one. Uh, would you rather? Not be able to have a hot meal again or have a hot shower again?
3: Hot shower Uh, because you can warm it up. Yeah, hot meal.
0: Yeah, hot meal, got to go. Wait, I, what is it? What would is you it? rather not have a hot meal ever again or have a hot shower ever again?
1: What? I'd rather not have a, not, a hot shower because you could take a bath. You yeah. could wash your ass at the In solution. a cold
2: tub? No, you could let that shit let that hot go shower. You said hot chance. shower. I don't fucking get technical <laughs> on me, man. Yo, you, you didn't say a
1: hot... Your water off the hot rest water of water bathing oh at all. God. <laughs> you said shower.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> Yo. my God, the way around yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> you Gotta find the loopholes, baby. with the loopholes. Solution. <laughs> um, you wanted to do? I owe my friend money, right? Yo, you know we at one thirty, right? I know we. I know where we at. I'm trying to finish this as quick as possible. All right, all right, all right. So the question is, Point Blake, this bitch is supposed. This bitch, I'm supposed to be best friends with, owes me money, and I'm tired of her excuses. I lended her five hundred dollars for something mm. with her child, and I was told I would get my money in two months. But every excuses, I got you next check. She always she's always out and about. Might not even beef up. But, you know. <laughs> she's always out and about partying and buying drinks. But when oh, the topic no. of my money comes up, it's an excuse. Oh, I think no. she takes my kindness for weakness and thinks because we've been friends for so long that this is her leeway. But I put myself in the hole trying to help her out. And my godson, what do I do or how do I approach this?
2: Godson. Yeah, that's her, so, her
0: godson and her best friend. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either You stop talking to her, or you beat her up. That's my solution.
2: Or you ask because her for your five hundred. You tell her that that's that's it. Yeah, you can needed the money. I need the money.
1: Can you take it to small claims
2: court for five hundred?
1: Yeah. Okay. I All right. There know. we go. Small claims court. It is.
0: I guess But I mean that's
1: the legal way Now if you want to go The legal way Then you mm. I mean
0: you know Hit her up with the You know the Brian and Stewie Where's my money Where's my money <laughs>
3: Either you pay me my money Or
0: bong bong And somebody Somebody got to feel Some of it And she said It put me It put me in the hole So I'm fucked up Because of you Because well, I you gave you money never For let... my godchild.
1: You should have never let Somebody hold $500 Yeah that's a lot of that's money That's a lot of money Listen, if I ever need it back, then I'm not. I can't lend it to you. Right? You know what I'm saying? If it's five dollars, cool. I don't need that five dollars. But if it's $500, I
3: need that. That's a good line. I've never heard that before. If I if I don't need it back, I can lend it to you. That's a good line. I've never heard that before. <laughs> so That's what, how it what goes. What type man.
2: of advice would you give?
3: If I'm not gonna lie. He was going through that. And I I lost it midway through.
2: Oh, <laughs> when, when, when someone
3: when someone owes money, if basically. someone owes my. I, if you could go the small claims route, it's, it's her, it's her best
0: route. friend owes her owes her five hundred dollars, won't pay her back. Sees her out partying, doing everything, this, that, and the third. But every time she asks for her money, it's oh, I'll get you next time. If or, she has I mean, if
3: she has legal documentation that she gave her the money, I it doesn't you. cost anything for small claims, right? Um, but I, that's probably the route I would go. Otherwise, I would. Come to terms with the fact You're probably not getting The $500 Right,
0: right. I mean you can not Talk to her again You bought your way Out of friendship Or you, you that can nuck a few buck. You know Just be the ass Call <laughs> it right. a
2: loss Or call it a donation And keep it moving
0: Exactly Right so next question is I got two women pregnant I right?
2: got two
0: oh boy. <sighs> Hey Domino Effect Podcast I'm going through a dilemma That I can't get out of Nor explain
2: Wrap it up
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. me, and, <laughs> me and my girl Broke up a few months ago And recently got back together Five weeks ago five, he says, he says, five weeks after being back together She told me she was pregnant Congratulations A week later A girl I hooked up with Before we got back together Told me she was two months pregnant as well mm. He says One, I don't know how to tell my girl I, was, I got another woman pregnant Two, I told, I told my girl That I didn't hook up with anyone else While we were apart mm. And three, they work in the same building mm. Four floors apart Mm-mm. Savage how do I go about this Help me Kevin Hart voice
2: Help me
0: <laughs> Never Um You just gotta tell your girl That you lied And you got somebody else pregnant Yep. That's the only thing I can think of. Get fourteen jobs. <laughs> you gotta be uh, a you. you gotta be a hairdresser, a pilot, a
1: firefighter, a policeman. Man, <laughs> it's that time to buckle down. You didn't already did it.
2: <laughs> already done, done
0: it. Already done done it. Tell your girl the truth, man. Uh, take care of your two kids. That's right. Don't they call call that like Irish twins or something like that? When you have like two women pregnant, but they got the I've same. Never heard that. Before. Irish twins.
2: I got, just I got two cousins like that Like they was born
0: At the same time And shit But they're by two
2: different women Vaginas And be responsible
3: Stop lying Right That's what you gotta do
2: mm-hmm. Man up
3: The Man best up. advice Is don't put yourself In that situation Right Exactly, exactly. To wrap it up I mean
0: Preventative him, measures Him and his girlfriend Were broken up Oh. So it's like but but you lied about hooking up with somebody else. Sometimes breaking up don't mean it's finalized.
1: All right,
2: like, and they weren't even they weren't even they weren't even broken up for long. So why are you sticking it in there unprotected right. somewhere else? saying, That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying.
1: Like, sometimes a breakup hey, shit happens. Come's break. Eat the indoor uh, people be drunk. I'm
0: pretty sure that that's not the Hey, case. I don't know the situation. The brother asked me for help. I'm trying to help.
2: All right. <laughs> be a man. That's uh, it. Yeah. Handle your responsibilities.
0: Own up to your shit. All right. All right. So Stand the end of the episode, I'd like to thank our guest, Ken Tuccio. Thank
2: you, Ken. Hey, Welcome pleasure. to Connecticut Podcast.
0: Yes, yes, it was
2: great too. speaking with you. Hey, it
1: was
3: yeah, fun. Thank I you for it. the
2: advice. I do have, um, what was the the O'Brien quote? The secret to success The secret is-
3: to success is giving yourself no other options. <laughs>
2: is giving yourself
3: no other... No options. I got I like one that. question before we get out of here. Sure. Uh,
0: my friend Joe asked the question, if I can find it. He said, uh, back when you were doing the Talking Shot podcast, you would end the show with saying apologies to Joe. Sorry we couldn't get you on the show. Maybe next time. He said oh, it was was, well,
3: that was actually Welcome to Connecticut. Yeah. I had closed the show with that for like a year. He said, "He said, who the hell is Joe? Was that an actual person or was that in Joe reference is to one something? Of my, Joe was one of my best friends. And uh, he always, when I started the show, always bugged me about being on the show. And mm-hmm. I just never had him on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy Kimmel does like a gimmick every night right. on his show where he goes apologies to Matt Damon for bumping him. And like okay. the running joke is that Matt Damon is always supposed to be on the show, but is never actually on the show. the show. Yeah. So I just did the I did the whole Joe. Like, oh, Joe. Apologies, <laughs> to my buddy Joe. Okay, <laughs> sorry we couldn't get you on. Hopefully next week. All I stopped right. doing that though. I did that every I did that every week for around I want to say like a year, All and right. then I then I stopped it. I should have kept that going. I'm, I'm kind of pissed <laughs> I ended that.
0: Shout out to sleep. All right, so. I go by the name of Domino, X1. Respect it. Is <laughs> 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 we finished or is we done? Nikki Nicole.
2: <laughs> i exquisite if you nasty. And we out
0: of here. <laughs> Bang. Oh, are we
2: finished? Put some respect on it. Or is we done? Oh, put some
0: respect on it. Ah! Oh, Tria, y'all. Put some respect on it. And I ain't gonna say it. And I ain't gonna say it no more. Domino, motherfuckers, yeah. what's happening? C'est tous